Welcome to the Geek Speak last week bonus episode. This is the intake. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. This is Ed. I'm here with Tone. And Brian. And our special guest host. Hawkeye expert. <laughs> Hawkeye expert, Emily. Hi. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Emily. Yeah. Uh, specifically relevant to this episode, Hawkeye has been my favorite character since oh, my father handed me a uh, collected treasuries of the Avengers way back when I was real little. Um, first he handed me Fantastic Four when that movie came out and then I moved on to the Avengers and, uh, since then I've always been into comics. I've always gravitated toward Hawkeye in particular because he's a normal guy. He had hearing problems. I grew up with, uh, ear issues and he's totally normal and he's able to keep up with all of these, uh, super powered people. So that's why he's one of my favorites. Uh, and that would be my role on this show is talking about the new Hawkeye episodes, which I'm super excited for. I loved it. I love those great. first two episodes. They were great. Fantastic. And so much happened in two episodes. Yes. Well, despite everyone seeming to love it, because I've seen nothing but rave reviews about it, even online, there's, mm-hmm. some, there's still some backlash. And this actually started from before the, the, show, the show actually hit. Like when they started doing the promotional stuff for it and they were throwing out the posters and the posters looked a lot like the co- the the David Aha covers, he actually came out and said, Marvel hasn't paid me for, for any of these new posters and they're using <laughs> my design and nothing happened since then and it's still going on. So there's some backlash right now. There's some people wanting people to boycott. I know none of you guys are. So, mm-hmm. but um. How do you guys feel about that before you guys move forward? Obviously, you're going to watch it, but how do you feel about what Marvel, if that's true? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you do not have to pay somebody or give credit to somebody for aesthetics. So they are not directly taking David um, Uh Aja or Aha's covers because we just looked up how to say it. Um, it, They aren't. It's either or he he said he said you can say it either way. Okay. So um, you do not have to pay credit or do royalties or anything if you are biting somebody's style, unfortunately. Um, And this is not me supporting Marvel for that reason, but they aren't copying and pasting his cover on their series. It's not the Hawkeye little hits. It's not Hawkeye, my life is a weapon covers. It is their interpretation of his covers. Should they credit him? Absolutely. But nobody knows. And this is something we talked about earlier and we kind of looked into what has gone down between David Aha and uh, Marvel. There seems to be bad blood. Nobody really knows why. Matt Fraction is a consulting producer on it. So if Matt Fraction is still a part of it and he's not directly doing anything with AHA or, uh, you know, 
kind of trying to pressure Marvel into giving him credit. I think that is potentially interesting. Uh, but personally, I think if you if you nitpick every little thing about a certain series, um, and especially a series like this that has great representation across the board, and if you're like, well, they didn't give AHA credit, so I'm not going to watch it. Like, you're really cutting off with the knee future uh, series that will explore these characters that are like side characters or characters that might not be like as widely regarded or um, people would think they're interested in. So, I mean, and that's future artists, right? Yeah. And future artists, because a lot of people since AHA have bitten off his style, like for sure. And even before that, we were talking about like AHA didn't create that style. There were a couple of people who already did it, but he solidified it. And obviously he is most well known for, if you know, comics, those Scarlet Witch covers that mm -hmm. are gorgeous that are just the red the white the black so not saying well, he's not well known and he should get a credit but you know they do not have to because they are not copying his art they are copying his style and you can't and it's also something they own yeah like it's not his creator own thing that he gave to them and was like, here you go, guys, make a show no, out of yeah, this. Yeah, once, once it's published, it's it's, it's theirs. theirs. Like, it's hey, guys, horrible. you want to support him and not hurt this show that could actually give us better stuff down the line? Go buy the books that his name is on. Yeah. Go look up his, like, creator-owned stuff that he might be on. Like, go do that. Don't hurt the series that could potentially give us more series because guess what? You hurt this series, Marvel's going to look at him and be like, Oh, people don't care about these characters that are lesser known. Maybe we should cancel this Moon Knight series. Maybe we should cancel this She-Hulk series. Maybe we should can can cancel this Echo series. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's cancel all these other series that are down the pipeline that are going to be these lesser known characters. And that one's coming directly out of that. Yeah. Like, because you're yep. taking it out on the wrong person at this time. Okay. Well, that's how I feel. Person. Damn, well, between the two of you, they y'all said a mouthful. Ed, <laughs> what do you have to say about all of this? Myself, I, I always feel the same way about all this stuff. Is it does it suck to be a creator and not have your shit be um lauded? Yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, you're working for a company that you know has the rights to it. I can't really argue for that the the guy. I can't I can't because he already sold his rights when he made this art. So does it suck? Yeah. I, I think he should get at least something in the yeah, uh, some kind of credit. I in, think a credit would go along for sure. I, I, I do think he should have it. Is it gonna happen? Probably not. The, the four of us talking about it, is it going to make it happen? I don't <laughs> think so. No. But I think he should have a credit. Is it going to happen? Probably not. But at the same time, I am just interested in the characters that they're bringing to the screen and the stories that they're trying to tell. That's what I'm interested in. 
as a fan, as a person who's been in, you know, into this stuff my entire life, that's what I'm interested in. Well, as a, as a fan who hasn't watched any of this but knows uh, some of AHA's other work, I hope if they ever get around to doing uh, another Iron Fist thing that they don't, like, ape his covers for that <laughs> and uh, <laughs> for those posters as well, and we come around to the same story. But um, uh, with all that said, you guys let her rip on this spoiler-free review of the first two episodes. <laughs> okay. So, oh, wait, spoiler, spoiler free. free now, spoilerific. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This, no, this, I can do both. This, 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 no, no, no. If we want to talk this, spoiler this free spoiler, this free spoil, this free spoiler filled. <laughs> no, I can do both. Wait, now we're going spoiler filled because I feel Oof. like we have to. Go for it, man. This is so spoiler filled. Um, which is hey, why my sensitive virgin ears can't hear any of it. <laughs> Brian just ran off screen, guys. We don't know where he is. Well, I think first you should it should be said yeah, where bro. they got their inspiration from specifically for this series. Well, Miss which Hawkeye. Is Hawkeye, My Life is a Weapon, which was written by Matt Fraction, and the art uh for the first trade at least was David Aha or Aja and uh Javier Peluto. Um they made no bones about where they are getting the inspiration from. No. They're not trying to be coy about it. (laughs) They are very upfront about it, which I think is fun. Um, And you can see with the Aja Aha covers uh, in the very first episode when Kate has the, I'll say, I'll call it a training slash growing up montage. Yes. Where I like that part specifically because you don't have to watch it like in the show like you're not watching this like actual actress grow up and all this stuff which can like drag the series down but it's like no we're gonna speed run through Mm -hmm. all of this during the opening credits you can see everything she does what she can do so you're already caught up to the point where she could be the other hawkeye so i really like that a lot i i love that the the fact that they covered that in the intro is it's kind of a lot like the um uh incredible hulk beginning Mm -hmm. from 2000 was that 11 or 12 it it has a lot of that in it where you already know what's going on and this is just filling in the gaps and that's Mm -hmm. great um the fact that they if they would have made this into two three episodes of her showing her being a gymnastics you know being good at gymnastics being good at archery and all that stuff it would have weighed it down this was the way to go i agree and i i think that his and and again to his aja's credit it at that art style adds something to it because Mm -hmm. it's minimalistic and you don't have to watch it you just have to look at it you don't even have to pay attention you just got to look and go oh yeah this is showing us that she's done all these things throughout Mm -hmm. these years it's it's storytelling without telling you a story 
which it showed is not interesting. Hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's very interesting and it's very cool. And I think that if we're talking about the same thing, Aja should be credited in that because his artwork is what made that work. He could be, but again, they're just biting his style. <clears throat> so they're sure. not actually showing no, I know, I, copies of his. Yeah, no, it's not his covers. actual physical. Yeah. Co- but it's his, it's his style. It's his aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Unfortunately, and you don't legally have to. No, I, I get it. I get all that, the legality of it, but it's, it's a shame. It's a bummer. Yeah. It's a shame he did, that he's not. Did, did he do the art in the comic too? Or just the covers? The I can't remember. For, uh, oh, God. Comics few, right? uh, one to three. And then um, Pluto did two, or excuse me, um, four to six, I believe. And you can definitely tell the art change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, and go ahead. Then if that's the case, then I feel like they should get creator credit. You could, but you also have to sit there and argue like Aja did not write they didn't, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye series. They also didn't create any new characters. Right. No, okay, good oh, point. Yeah, uh, I, I, meant, okay. I, I meant for that yeah. art that it's on. Well, they sh- I am of the opinion they should absolutely credit David Aha Aja, however you want to say it. Um, it's just unfortunate that because of presumably bad blood, which we've all read about between Marvel and Aja, um, they don't technically have to. Yeah, because they have Fraction on as a producer and a consultant. Right, Frac- so. Matt Fraction is on as a as a producer, consultant, whatever yeah, you want to call it. So do they do the whole based on the the nope. Hawkeye miniseries by? It, I think it does say by Matt Fraction. Ah, name. see, that's where but that's where I was. No, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It says by Matt Fraction because he wrote it. Which be, he wrote it, and he didn't. Although Aha is the most uh, well known, it wasn't just him. No. So uh, I mean, I would I would credit I credit I'd credit all three of them, but. You can, but you also have to realize when you, um, and just this is somebody who is, um, I've purchased a lot of comic book scripts from uh, writers, and the writer will explain what they want in a panel, or the kind of feeling they want in a panel, or what they want conveyed in a panel. So it's Matt Fraction primarily, and again, should they credit David Aja? Absolutely. Do they have to? No, they don't have to. And if there's bad blood between him and Disney, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. It's if that's the if that's us. the point. Like if he has bad blood with Marvel, they're not going to credit him on anything until that gets resolved. And if Fraction isn't going to bat for his boy, right? Then, I'm more surprised about Fraction. Then there's got to be a good reason for this not to happen. We don't know everything. And I'm not gonna let it stop me from enjoying something that Absolutely I've already <laughs> I've already enjoyed. Yeah, yeah fair that. enough. But then again, not saying that they won't. That's true. Eventually, do that because the thing is, like, if we do get a second season of Hawkeye, that's not to say they won't credit him by then. 
they could tack that in literally on episode three. They could easily they could easily just add hard. it in yeah. in post, which is and it's like the Bill Finger Bob Kane thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yep. it's one of those things. It but, just sucks. Yeah, it, it just, sucks. It, nobody, it, it just sucks. Nobody is saying it is like morally correct, and no. that's not what I'm arguing. It sucks, but they but they don't have to. don't have to because, because they're not biting his arts; they are biting his style. Yeah, and also they own that. At the end of the day, they own everything. They don't have to credit anyone. I'm more bothered, honestly, because I love Matt Fraction. Um, he's been on, I loved him on Hawkeye specifically, but then he's been on a couple different um, comics since then. It bothered me more that Matt Fraction is seemingly not going to bat for this artist that really made his series very iconic. Yeah, it's part anybody, of the reason, yeah. The, the covers specifically are what people remember with yeah. the Scarlet Witch series. Mm-hmm. If you just say, oh, there's Scarlet Witch covers that are black, white, and red. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, Those David Aja covers. So that leaves more of a bad taste in my mouth than a company being like. It's, company. It, it, and it's funny because like it's like when you say it like that, it's not, it's also not the first when I mentioned Iron Fist, I wasn't just. Yep. He they worked on that together as well. Like yep. it, it, yeah. it, it's so it's like it's like that's two series that like we helped revitalize characters with, and you you can't you 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 can't help me. You can't just like put in a good word for me. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Getting that wasn't on to... me, Ed, because you you were you were fighting for him too. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I think that's a good point to bring up. And I, I think it just, I mean, um, I'll tell a very short story. Uh, my dad has been into comics since he was a kid, which was way, way, way back when, because um, my dad's a boomer. And he would go <laughs> to Comic Cons and artists would ask him if he had art that they sold because they did not have the rights to their own art, like originally. So like original sketches, original rewarding, like, so that is a very real thing. And I mean, you can go deeper into that is why Image Comics was founded. That is why Malibu Comics was founded, blah, 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 all that stuff. But um, the main point is, unfortunately, writers and artists do not own their own work when you work for a giant studio. And unfortunately, that is what we're seeing the result of where with David Aja and Hawkeye, they don't have to credit you. They're biting your aesthetic. They're not biting your covers. If they explicitly showed your cover, they would absolutely have to credit you. But you even see when there are, when, and this is in the, um, the episode two credits, there are copies of his art, of his covers, but it's not them. It is they, it is the silhouettes of the actors instead mm-hmm. of like the silhouettes of the co- comic book characters. They don't have to credit him. You don't have to. Because they changed it. Enough. Because they changed it. Yep. <clears throat> and it sucks, but that's the way it is. Yep. And that's unfortunate. The four of us are not going to change this here and now. People boycotting the show. It's not, it's not going to do anything. It either. No, not at all. The show's already done. It's going to yeah, air. The show's done. It's going to play on disney plus regardless so watch it if you want to watch it if you don't want to watch it don't don't let this be the reason you don't watch the show 
because not giving the show a chance because of something with an artist that truthfully isn't going to give you any time of day at the end of the day anyway. Like David Aha doesn't know any of you and doesn't owe you anything, just like you don't owe him anything. You want to go support him? Go buy his stuff. Don't not watch this show just because you feel like the big bad company is going to change their stance on it because you're not watching the no. show. Because they're That's not. That's a fact. The show was good. Yeah, the show was great very so good. far. <laughs> very, very good. Um, uh, these first two seasons, their first two episodes. Yeah, how the um, first episode started, was it Kate as a kid? Well, wait, before before all of that. Okay. Um, I wanted to add as a note that the Marvel logo uh-huh. for years has not included Hawkeye. But he's yeah. in the M. He is now in the M before Shang-Chi. Um, oh. And it was in Eternals, which I just watched uh-huh. yesterday. Um, listeners. She liked it too, guys. I did like it. <laughs> and um, in the Hawk, the, the Marvel, obviously yeah. for Hawkeye, and just for years, I was sitting there looking like, okay, we have this scene, we have this scene, we have this scene, we have this scene. Why Where's is my boy Hawkeye? Hawkeye not in the Marvel logo? Because he has been there since mm-hmm. Thor. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn I saw him, but okay. If you, Brian, I won't call you a liar because mm-hmm. I 100% believe that. I always thought I was missing him because I was like, of course he should be in the logo because he is one of the original Avengers. I had never found him. He is way more obviously, and it's that shot where he is jumping off of the skyscraper and shooting the um, grappling arrow. Which we see in this. Which you also see in the first episode. Um, That is in the M, like you guys said, and it's right before they show Shang-Chi. And I just thought that was notable that they are finally showing this character. Finally. That has been here since the beginning. Brian, please feel free to correct me because I love being corrected. No, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like watch an old movie or two just to check, but I yeah, you're gonna double check. I I swore I saw him. I (laughs) Brian, I thought so too. I was like, he has to be here because everybody else is here. And he is here since the first Thor movie. So why wouldn't he be? And I could never find him. No, I now that you say it, I don't think he has ever been in though in that you know scroll yeah Yeah. but he is definitely 100 percent in the first three seconds in the m it's in the eternals too i can i can can testify to that because i just watched it it is i think that's shang chi i guess i think that's a new logo air quotes is they include him in shang chi okay which i'm like nice fucking finally finally so after we got over the uh, Hawkeye now included in the Marvel logo, we go on to the actual first episode. Yes. And the first episode opens with a young Kate Bishop and her mother and her father. Phoebe. She is very cute. Um, anybody have any thoughts in general? I mean, it was, I thought it was cool to see them like a completely different perspective of the battle in New York. Yes. Happening. I was going that to say. I thought it was cool. I did think it was neat specifically that they put the year 2012 yeah. mm-hmm. and you're waiting the entire time of, oh, yeah. when are we going to see the Battle of New York from your yeah. perspective? And I thought that built a great sense of tension. I thought the acting was really good in mm-hmm. general. Um, I did have to say that I thought the little girl um, 
she might have been like a Broadway actress or something because of when, the way she the was way. very hyper aware <laughs> of everything that was going on yeah. and the way she moved her arms. Like specifically, there was a part where something like didn't fall, but she still blocked her face. But she blocks her face by not blocking oh, her I face. Like, obviously, I am not shitting on this child actor because she's clearly very far ahead of where I am at her age. I was at her age. But I'm just saying it's it's interesting when you because I've watched this three times, listeners. Um, watch Girl over and over again. I think she's really good, and I mm-hmm. think it's it's an interesting scene. But that's just something you you. I guess become cognizant of when you watch yeah. it over and over again is like this child is very clearly acting and that's not bad um it's more a problem of just green screen acting yeah, for kids. A, yeah. oh yeah a child. in general a child it's even an adult it's hard to act against a green screen so i think she freaked out the appropriate amount yeah. especially yeah. when she no, looked at that when I she thought- went down the stairs and she looked looked at the scene out the window and she yeah, and saw everything happening yeah and- she sees yeah, Hawkeye yeah. for her first time. Oh, wait, time. okay. So, um, okay. <laughs> so, first time. Um, in the comics, Kate says that um, she was kidnapped and the Avengers saved her. But who she took notice of specifically in the comics was Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And what she admired about him specifically is that he does not have superpowers. Mm-hmm. He's just a guy who is really good at a shooting a bow and arrow. Like, that's it. That's his whole uh and i really liked that they just took that idea and adapted it to the show where it's like well of course he would have saved her in 2012 the battle of new york where you know she sees him shoot an arrow at a chitauri Mm -hmm. and the chari dies and she sees him do the you know the swing to the window thing Mm -hmm. that's now in the marvel logo (laughs) that's now in the marvel logo and i really like that because i think it was just such an easy adaptation oh yeah and I know a lot of people complain about everything going back to that first movie. Like, uh, I know people complained about how Spider-Man Homecoming went back to that first movie where it's like, well, every everybody hates Tony Stark. It's like, well, I hate to tell you this, but everybody would hate Tony Stark if you were like a rando. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything would go back to the Battle of New York because that's when things changed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. So That's I, when we knew that superheroes were here. Yeah. So I really like that scene. I really like that they adapted that idea of Clint saving her to the Battle of New York in mm-hmm. 2012. Um, and everything following that made sense because she saw. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the whole like scene with her dad being like the protector. Mm-hmm. And then in this scene, we see her dad dots. I have to ask. Because you didn't read a lot of the Hawkeye comics, right, Ed? Mm-mm. Did you see her dad dying? I when he had that one-on-one talk with her. The only thing I I thought from other stuff that I've seen about the show was that he's not really present in the other trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so maybe he dies. I had no idea that he would die or not. I just knew that the mother would be around mm-hmm. because she's in, in the, the trailer. Yeah. But the fact that they did that switcheroo makes a lot of sense. And we've talked about this. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I so think. for listeners, um, Kate Bishop's father is a known criminal among like the criminal 
underground in yeah. Marvel Comics. The Magia? Is, is, she part, part is she part of Magia? I can't be a hundred. I don't quote me on that. I'm not a hundred percent sure if he's part of the Magia or. There's literally a part in the Matt Fraction series where they're going around the table saying, we have to kill the Hawkeyes, agree or disagree. And it's villains going, agree, 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 mm-hmm. agree. And they go to Kate Bishop's father, who obviously knows his daughter is a Hawkeye. And he goes, and it's dot, dot, dot. And they're like, Mr. Bishop, what is your answer? And he says, yes. So he wants to kill his own daughter? In the comic, they that's where they know. end up. Yeah. But Listen, in the in the comics, parents trying to kill their children is not that's, like, that's yeah. pretty normal. I mean, yeah, that's, we're, that's, probably, that's, gonna, the, we're the... probably gonna get that in this show also. Unfortunately, her father dies. Yes. Um, which is sad. And Did we get his name? Like full name? They do tell you his name. It's Derek, there was a... it's Derek okay. Bishop. Um, because yeah. the mom oh, says yeah, yeah, Derek, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Derek Bishop in the comics is a villain again. Yeah. Um, but Derek is dead. And um, I do think it's an interesting, I guess, um, observation of the favorite, because I don't care what any parent says. If you have more than one kid, you have a favorite. <laughs> my, my parents and my sister and I figured out who's whose favorite, okay? But parents have favorites, even if they don't want to admit it. So <laughs> they make it very clear in the show that Kate loves Derek and obviously Kate is only child. So like, she's like a daddy's girl. And they even say in the first episode, like, who are we kidding? Like you go talk to her. Right. And Mm -hmm. it is made very clear. So the idea that like he, the favorite parent air quotes dies and the child is left with the least favorite parent, which is not saying like she hates her mom, but her mom necessarily doesn't understand her totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's this theme that they repeat where the mom says, I am the mother. I am responsible for protecting us. Yeah. And Kate says, no, I also want to protect us. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I need a bow and arrow, which is the wonderful cut to the oh opening credits where they show you her training montage in mm-hmm. the style of David Aja. And um it's, I think that part's just great because you don't need the thing we kind of skipped over. Which part? The opening with her shooting the arrow into the bell tower. That's after the. Is that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's Does nobody make a dong, a, 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 a gong sound. <laughs> we'll do that later. Of the bell I'm sorry, sound. what'd you say, Brian? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, wait, I really want to hear. That's what I, I said. I, you, you heard me. You're gonna do it afterwards. It's okay. I'm not trying to fuck with you. (laughs) Just yeah, just go ahead. (laughs) All right, no. Just uh, we have that opening training montage where I personally like that. Oh no, I love it. How she develops as a character, and it's just this opening montage of the opening credits, and they don't linger on anything. You get the general idea. They just kind of fast track it through, and you're like, cool. It looks good. I get it. Let's move on to the series. Let's go. And then they open. Clock tower scene. I, okay, so the clock tower. Before we even do any of the (laughs) clock tower scene, her friend. Greer. Greer. Is. Tigra. Tigra slash the cat. Yeah. Did you notice that? I knew what? 
name, but I we have a name drop of Greer as her friend in school, college. College. Yeah. We just like see the name on the phone. And she says Greer. And yeah, we see the name Greer and we see the girl, but Greer is also Tigra. And oh, nice. Yeah. So we've already getting we're getting other things established here. Also, it's literally just a yeah, it's just like like real. They don't small random thing, but you know people are running with this already. This is a thing I said. I dropped a hint in the car where I found it, and I don't. I didn't see anybody else. Okay, you tell me. Um, did anybody catch the name of the tower? Stain Tower. Did you read the dedication? No. What did it say? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I took a no. picture. No, I took a picture of that one. Why does that not surprise me? It says Stain Tower, the own the oldest university bell tower in the United States. Uh was placed on October 20th, 1725. Um rededicated on random date to Obadiah Stain. Yep. Ooh. Now, I don't think that's going to matter in the long run. No, um, but it's a very nice Easter egg. Yes. I just think it's a very fun and Easter egg. She, and she broke the tower. Yeah. Oh, well, fucking obviously he deserved it. <laughs> oh, I love it. That. Also, I love that scene. <laughs> if you think about it, because in the first Iron Man movie, they just kind of fought on a towel on the top of the tower. Mm-hmm. Did he like tell anybody that Obadiah was trying to kill him? No. Right? Yeah, Did no. he? No. Because I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have kept this stain tower. Right. right. Like, did like it just <coughs> I think it's Obadiah stained without he he died without any repercussions. Any repercussions on mm-hmm. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, for sure. And I don't he just he, yeah, his legacy I don't still think stains. he even wanted him. I don't think no, he yeah. wanted that. Tony thing. wouldn't have wanted that for someone that he saw as like an uh, uncle. Yeah. No, sure. and and I think Again, I might be thinking too deeply in it, but I think that's an interesting <laughs> commentary on yeah. the world that built around um, these movies and like around superheroes where Tony's not going to come out and be like, hey, you're a lo- your esteemed alumnus, uh, Obadiah Stane, trying Tried to, to kill, kill me. And also kind of um, like paid out some terrorists who try to do so. So maybe you shouldn't have this bell tower, but on the service level could also could also just be like a funny haha i she also destroyed. think let let's think about this a little bit further again we are talking about the world that we live in which mm-hmm. is let's be honest generally white guys who are rich what do you mean do old white shitty, old, old white do shitty guys? things do shitty things and, and nobody cares and they just fucking allow that to keep on happening mm-hmm. so is obadiah stain one of those guys who right and be that. also this is a female character female character who is in the world of shitty guy does terrible things is that a is that some kind of Social commentary. Social commentary mm-hmm. on what's going on in the world. Probably. It could Probably. Be. Yeah, it could be. I would think. It absolutely could be. It could be a funny Easter egg they thought yeah. they put in there. It could be, you know, social commentary of, well, yeah, like she's obviously Kate Bishop is going to destroy this thing. 
Um, the fact that she she destroys it and brings it down oh, is fucking it was, awesome. It was very funny when oh, she shoots it and she's like, all the best bells have a crack in them. It's fine. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. And then no, just no. like, you see it slowly. Yeah, and like, it hits starts the front of the clock tower. And you're like, like oh, shit. And she's just standing there like, uh. it's no we're f- it's fine and we're then the t- security guard shows yeah. up like that was great no, and I'm i also think it, it hit on the head because sometimes i think when hollywood tries to depict like dumb college students or dumb teenagers they go too far that's exactly the kind of thing a dumb college student would oh do. hell yeah yeah like sh- a dumb college student who was an ace on the archery team would absolutely try to hit a belt uh, Try to hit a bell or in the tower, yeah. Yeah, in the bell tower. That makes sense. Yeah. And I like that a lot because it's like, this is stupid, but it's not like the pinnacle of right. stupidity. No, where she's not like she wasn't trying to break the tower. Yeah. That was just something that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and that fits in no, yeah, her. Great. And it fits Kate. Yeah. And the fact that her mother paid for it to get repaired yeah Never. she's like oh well i i also really liked the line from the mom where she says rich people think they're indestructible yes. and so young, young people, people think they're indestructible and you're both you've yeah. always been both you've always been both and you're like no i totally feel this mom yeah i totally feel fact, how she's explaining this the one thing that i i really liked about that was when she was like you're both but you got to think and she's like, and I'm not. Yeah. She's, but is it, she's, or I haven't always been, mm-hmm. whatever she says. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't always been young or she hasn't always been rich. She hasn't always been rich. She married up. Yeah. We don't, you, well, we in the, in the sense of the show kind of know that mm-hmm. but you don't know that, know that. I will say, I think the main hint for that is when her and Derek are arguing in the first episode and she mm-hmm. says you have lived here all your life you think yeah, she did something is going to fall from the sky yep. so I think that classified her character as this is somebody who did not always have money who did not always mm-hmm. have wealth who married into it or advanced however she did um, and got there so she's trying to instill in her in her daughter look but that is a good it's a very good line where she's like <laughs> you've been both rich and young young so <laughs> you, which is good yeah uh, it's a very interesting line i will say as i guess the resident young person on this <coughs> podcast quote yep. unquote, um you definitely think like well nothing will ever happen to me like i'm fine i'm totally fine i can do this dumb thing i can do this other dumb thing <laughs> and like i've done a lot of dumb shit in my life where i'm like nah it'll be I'm fine because i'm me and i'm young and like this doesn't happen to people and then that's obviously not true. That doesn't happen. It can happen to anybody. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just really like that because you definitely saw, um, I think it's a really good example of show not tell in the sense that it is a natural character interaction, that it's not the mom facing the screen and going, this is what I believe. It is a mom <laughs> scolding her child yeah. naturally. Yeah. And it tells you the kind of character she is. Yeah. And I really like that. I also I agree with Bob Farmiga. She's so good. I'm just she's perfect casting. Yeah, she's really good. Um but moving. Well, so 
point two question. Do you want to go through Kate's arc first or do you want to go back and forth to how the episode went? Episode went? Because we skipped over um Clint. Are you asking Clint. me? Let's just you're go the, through the episode the, the way it goes. Okay. I'm not nothing. I, let's, <laughs> you're the leader. I am nothing. I am, no, I'm not. So then, okay, so we're, t- okay. We so didn't get to the. We go to the play. Yeah. So we Rogers. see Clint for the first time. Uh, he's with his kids at the Rogers the Musical. And it gets really quiet. Can I? <laughs> for a second there. And you're like, why is it so quiet? And his daughter's like hitting him on his. Oh, yeah. Wait. So two things I want to point out in this scene. The Rogers um, musical is awesome. I need that in real life. That's I don't. I it's horrible. I want it. I need I gotta, it. I got to I'll agree. No, <laughs> hold on. So one of the first things I thought was that's really bad costuming for Broadway. Oh, yeah. They were garbage. But second was um, I like <clears throat> And the reason I probably like Iron Man 3 a lot more than a lot of other people is that it explores PTSD in like a character. And it's like, yeah, if you were a superhero and you'd do all this stuff, like you would have PTSD naturally. And I like that, that um, to me, it was a very natural exploration in um, Iron Man 3. And in Hawkeye so far, it is a very natural exploration of, well, He's watching this thing. He sees Black Widow. She's a knockout that can knock you out. All this stuff. Everybody's mm. loving her. The little girl waves to him wearing a, presumably a, a nat wig. Yeah. Um, and he's just like disturbed slash perturbed, like cannot handle like his best friend. Yeah. Because before all of this, before the Avengers, before aliens, before any of that, him and Natasha were part of S.H.I.E.L.D. And him and Natasha were best friends. And Natasha was part of his family. And his family knew her. Yeah. So to have her ripped away, and she's just gone permanently now, and she doesn't get to come back like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And he has to watch this play where she's being regaled. Like, she's not, it's it's not a mocking thing. No, yeah. But she's there, and children are idolizing her. It's got to be hard, man. Oh, yeah. And especially because she on Vormir outsmarted him into dying. Yeah. Because that was such a pivotal scene where they're both trying to die, but she was just a little bit ahead of him. And she clipped that thing yeah. and yeah. he just couldn't do anything about it. You know? Should have been him. So the, <laughs> tried. So, so, never- so then the so when Yelena finally shows up, it's gonna be some some stuff, huh? Yeah, for sure. When Yelena shows up, it's gonna be. Here's my thing about Yelena. Um, I'm gonna be really mad if the if she's portrayed as stupid for more than an episode because the whole time I don't think she will be. Her and Nat are together. Nat is positively talking about Barton. Um, and if she goes along with this trying to hunt Clint down for more than an episode, I'm gonna be irritated because she's gonna look stupid. I don't think that will happen. I'm hoping. But just my thing. Oh, um, I also don't know for anybody who watched with um, the play with um, subtitles. They have a line in there that says, cities trashed when you take your bow. We'll blame you then, but you're good for now. (laughs) (laughs) I need this play so bad. (laughs) I need it. That sounds about right. (laughs) 
What oh, here we go. <laughs> Throwing things over. Okay. D- Disney Plus may put the play out. No, I'm just kidding. I, I would love it, but maybe better actors and costuming because <laughs> the costuming was garbage. Uh, but they should get some Asgardian actors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As this whole thing is going on, um, his daughter starts to hit him on the shoulder because she's trying to talk to him. And, and you find out, yeah, you find out that he had his hearing aid off. And this is the first time we've seen that explored at all in the MCU about it's in his left ear, uh, Hawkeye having any hearing issues. Um, and that'll come back later. But then he tells her he needs to, because of seeing all this stuff, he's like, I need to go. And he goes to the bathroom at first. Uh, and while he's at the urinal, he's standing there and on the urinal is written Thanos was right. After he's dealt with all of this stuff, like seeing his best friend, like portraying this, like, I know that had to hit hard because for me, it was like, fuck you. Yeah, he has this sort of like uh, bemused expression of, well, that fucking figures. Yeah, of course, there's going to be people, which I'm I feel like that's going to be something that's going to be explored more. Like you're going to see more people that are because I guarantee you in this world that we live on, there will be people that agree with Thanos and think that Thanos was right. I just would like to point out um, like point blank period. Clan Barin in the MCU would never agree what Thanos did was correct. Specifically because he lost his entire family. His wife and three children were dusted. And the worst part about it uh, in Endgame was they show you that he wasn't looking at anyone when they were dusted. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. turns his back on his daughter and we see the dust. He doesn't. And she's gone. He turns back to his family. And they're all gone. They're all gone. Him as a character is never going to agree no. that what Thanos did was correct um, because he lost everything. Yeah, And he lost his best friend to get them back. Right. Like, there's no world where Clint Barton, MCU Clint Barton, agrees with Thanos, which is why I think this is going to be a thing that comes up more. There's probably going to be, like, people that agree with Thanos, and, like, there could be protests and stuff in this, which, uh, again, would 100% happen in this world we live in today. I just really like, in general, that I think they portray PTSD with him specifically, Mm -hmm. like, rather well. Yes. Where he needs air. He leaves. Mm-hmm. Goes to the bathroom. That dude's bothering him. Yeah, that dude was a dick. <laughs> Who talks to somebody while they're going to the bathroom? Nobody. <laughs> oh my God. That pissed me off so much. Cause so Brian, while he's at the urinal and he sees this, then this guy comes up and goes to the urinal right next to him. Wait, completely yeah. empty. My dad bathroom. laughed at that and I went, I know why, because there's a whole row of urinals and this guy picked And the he one went right the next one to right next to him and then he's asking for a picture. While no. Hawkeye's peeing. And then no, he, no, okay, he no, says, no, he says, not it's the not right a time. Good time. He goes to wash his hands and the guy's like right there again. Is this a better no, time? time? No. The fucker? <laughs> oh my Lord. Yeah, I do it, have one question to ask. Do they mention that he? Do they make it seem like he's been deaf this whole time, or do they saying that? No, that comes up later in episode two. Oh, okay. um, Kate specifically asked about it. Yeah, 
and they get into <coughs> what happened. With Do you want that. to talk about his deafness in comics now or then? Uh, we get, yeah, we get into it now because that is something that is yeah. something. So comics. his deafness is comic in comics has always been a rather nebulous thing. Um, way back when, in um, the I believe it was nineteen. 19- if I wrote down my year correctly, the Hawkeye four-part series, um, there was some sort of weapon that another villain Crossfire had where he could basically kind of mind control heroes into being evil slash fighting each other slash whatever. So what Clint did is he bit down on a sonic arrow to cancel out the effects of that, except the sonic arrow made him deaf. Oh, okay. And that is like the original, original reasoning Why behind he... how Clint Barton is deaf. Okay. However, especially with the uh, Matt Fraction series, which they're basing it off of, Matt Fraction makes it so a villain takes two of Clint's arrows and stabs them into his ears and he becomes deaf. <sighs> While this happens, there's also flashbacks to when he was a child, because if you don't know anything about Clint Barton's <laughs> backstory, his father was an abusive drunk who beat up him and his brother, Barney. Um, and Clint lost partial hearing, most of his hearing from the abuse. And that is where he learned sign language, ASL. Um, but what they make a point to say, and um, I believe it was originally in the Matt Fraction comics and they continued this pattern on, um, well, with time, this will heal, which makes sense when you're a child you know, all this stuff. So he learns ASL. Then he was hard of hearing as a child because of his father's abuse and he grew up. And then according to the Matt Fraction run, this villain stabs the arrows into his ears, becomes hard of hearing again, and he becomes deaf. I think, I believe it's, uh, he only has 20% hearing in one ear. And um, there's a whole arc in the comic where his brother is trying to get him to talk with ASL and Clint is very stubborn and depressive and he won't. But after the Matt Fraction run, there are flashbacks in future comics where they show Clint has a hearing aid as a child. So it seems to be going forward that he had hearing problems as a child because of his father's abuse. They healed and then something happened where he had to once again get a hearing aid. And I think that's a fine explanation. Like I didn't need it handed to me that X, Y, Z happened. And that is why he is deaf because he's a normal man. In the way way they did it in the show, which is I've been through a lot of shit. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what he says. And then you get like flashbacks to like moments in the other movies where he's just like, there's explosions explosions. happening and everything. Yeah. It's, it's, he shot an explosive. It was 1983. Um, He (laughs) shot an explosive arrow in an enclosed space by himself. That enough is. Yeah. Will blow out your eardrums. Like it's not. The last four or five movies he was in, it was like. That's why I have yeah. a hearing aid now, which of course that makes sense. He's a human guy. He's not yeah, his Captain America. He's not Thor. He's not the Hulk. He <clears throat> needs to have that to hear, which makes sense. Uh okay, so so if we're going so, after the play, then it is after first the play, yes. it is first Kate's entrance. Um, yes. where she's on the phone, she, her mom's like, Can you come home first? Yep, and that's where we see apartment. the 
And that is cool where we them. fully meet Kate and her mother, Eleanor, officially in the modern day. Yeah. And we also see a bunch of swords in this house. Yeah, she's point blank says, Mom, what's with all the swords? And enter Jack Duquesne. Jack Duquesne. You don't know his last name at this time. We don't know his name, Jack but we know his name. <laughs> For the fans, we know his last name. And they do call him Jack, not Jacques. Um, which I'll fine. Talk, I'll talk about that in a second episode. But yeah, he shows up for the first time. It's I think that's like the first time it's implied that him, the mom, and Jack are together. Oh well, she yeah, she walks in and she knows they are dating. Yeah, and, and um, Kate's not she's about like, it, but... great, yeah, <laughs> cool. And he gives her a flower that was in his mouth, and he's like, she's like, that was in your mouth. He's like, so it was. Anyway, let's go to the. Um... That's why there's a lot of swords in this house now, though. Yeah. Because you know who Jack Duquesne is, right? Good Jack Duquesne. You asking me? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Just making sure. I yeah. I know you know your stuff. But I just want to be sure. Yeah, I know the, who he is. The next, so she says, Kate. That that's when she says the thing where you yeah. are young and you are rich. You don't all this stuff. Um, and she also says. Uh, can you come to this fundraiser, fundraiser with me? Doing, yeah. Can you put on this red dress that I laid out in your room? Like, I don't want to go alone. And then the kind of disheartening thing is the next scene, you see that she is with her um, boyfriend at the time and later yeah. we discover, but it's yeah. like, oh, she's not asking Kate to go with her as like a date or as like a no, commiserating just... presence. It's just come anyway, because you're here. But also... She's not wearing a red dress. She's wearing a black suit. Were you going to have a question about that? Because I have an answer. I, not nice not a question, just more like that Armand. Why Comments did off. she give a shit? You know. Well, I mean? let like, me let me tell you from the. Uh, do you want to wait or do you want to go? No, no, go ahead, go go. I will do tell this. you from the perspective of a twenty-something um, who wants to be uh, opposition to their parents sometimes. <laughs> What is the total opposite of a red dress? An all black tux. I guess black a black tux, sure. If if my mom was like, go put on this red dress, and she annoyed me enough, I would put on a black tux, all black tux, which is why I didn't have a problem with it later when they were like, you work here, right? It's like, yeah, well, because so, that, that is the total opposite of what her mother laid out for her and yeah. wanted her to wear. It's just this, a bit of, that played into the... The at this benefit, scene, which was great. Wait, see... no, we're not there yet. Are we not at the benefit yet? No, you're at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, the family time at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we see Clint with his kids at the restaurant talking about what they want to do for Christmas and Clint making his promises that he is very hard trying to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, do they talk? Does he talk to his wife? Yeah, point. I have to say the phone rings. first, um, I really like that he is a very um almost jubilantly involved dad. Like he doesn't he make any bones about the fact that he loves his child, yeah, his children. Triggered. He loves his wife. He's like, Oh, mama's calling. We'll say hi to mama, like whatever, tell her what she's missing, blah blah blah. And then when she hangs up, he's like, I love you, I love you, we love you, I love mm-hmm. the kids, whatever hangs up. Cause I feel like in a lot of media now, it's like a very withholding father. Mm. yeah but he's saying, but he's very like I no i love my children i love my wife i'm yeah. going to say it over and over which would make sense because for five years he didn't he didn't have them. Them. Yeah. so i just i wrote down 
specifically that I really liked that, that they were like flipping the um, withholding cold father archetype no, and making it effusive. I love you. Yeah. I love you all so much. I'm going to spend all this time with you all. Whatever you he want to do, we're going to do to it. seems to be a very attentive and good father. Yeah. Like he's doing his best to make up for that time he missed out with those kids. Yeah, for sure. I really and like, like that. The, like I like that little dinner, dinner scene where like, the uh, Cooper was like, I want to wear ugly sweaters. And... Yeah, he's going around the table. <laughs> yeah, like the, he's like, we're doing that. Gets, we're doing that. Everyone doing gets it. their little thing. And like, he's making, he's like, nope, we're going to make sure we do all this. And like, it was, it was a really nice scene. I love all like the little family stuff. And I was wondering how they were going to handle that in this series. Like he's got a family, like in the comic books, he doesn't have a family. And like no, that, the in that, fraction, in that Matt fraction one, he does family. not have a family. It's just him and Kate. They they explicitly and they do a very good job of like I gotta say I like a lot better the MCU handling of the Matt Faction storyline so far. Oh yeah, because I I, hated one thing about the Matt. I very much like everything we've seen so far. Grossness of it. Hmm? The grossness of it. What is the grossness for you? Because she's trying to bang. He's they're trying to bang one another. No 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 no. No. She. She has a crush on him. Makes sense. He yeah. does not return it, which is normal. And what is he cur- does a little bit. No, he doesn't. Towards I know. Him. Yes, he does. No, at no point in the comic does he say. <laughs> he explicitly says several times. Looks a little because you're a kid. Because I don't want to sleep with you because of all this stuff. And she just gets very frustrated with like because it makes sense that you want to, you would sleep. You like you are interested in your hero. Yeah, like that makes sense. It's Back sort of like I didn't like that. In no, house. I didn't like it either. And I didn't like when um he decided for the next um arc of comics when it was LA Woman, when it focused on Kate specifically. I didn't like how it left Clint. And I was like, well, that's not interesting to me, or that's not fun. Like his whole thing is I like I respect you on all these levels. I just don't want to sleep with you. And her whole like that's where they kind of clashed partially. I'm not going to dumb it down to her crush wasn't reciprocated. So that's why she left. Like, that's not the only reason. That is a reason. Um, and that was just very frustrating to read because you're like, I don't like you, Kate. Like, why are you doing this? Just why are you acting like that? Yeah. Of course, he's not going to be interested in you. He is a, he says over and over, I'm too old for you. I'm like, or you're a kid. I'm an old man. Like, says to her communicates explicitly over and over i am not interested in you in that way yeah and she just repeatedly is like fuck you barton or that feels bad or i don't like that or she says at the one point which i think we read in the first issue where she's like really with the abs and the thing like in the car she's like the abs and everything and it's like he has told you over and over and over he has communicated to you that he is not interested in you in that way because he thinks you're a child just not that into you and she's like just not that into you so I don't, I did not like that in the comic. I like a lot better what they seem to be doing yeah. in the show. And I also super, I'm a super fan of the fact that they made a point to say, yes, Clint and Natasha loved each other, but it was not romantic love. Mm-hmm. And that does yeah, not diminish sure. anything like on Formir. It was like literally either of them could die and they would get the soul stone. Yep. So it was like, you did not you don't need romantic love you don't need like no. father daughter love like yeah. fucking 
Thanos and um, Gamora. But it was still like, yes, um, familial slash. Um, it's found family, what, baby. Like those relationships are just as important yeah. and still count. Yeah. Right. And I really like that. And then to have her actually be like, well, yeah, well, Kate wants to fuck him. So that's like the whole problem. It's like, that's not. And yeah, that, like that's. It makes sense. I'm glad you didn't go it, through with it. Yes. I'm glad it's not a fucking um, Batman, Batgirl. Batman, Batgirl situation. But don't don't even say that. It already happened in the Killing Joke. I know, right? But they dated in Batman Beyond too. They did. She he knocked her up and she got pregnant and she lost the baby and and then uh, Dick started beating the shit out of her. The fuck. All right. It's not anyway. Uh, Back to the only other thing I added about the restaurant scene was that um. He repeatedly gets recognition for being a hero, and he's yeah. repeatedly very uncomfortable. Yeah, like with it. the the, the server comes up. Yeah, like, like thank you for. He for, tells him he doesn't have to pay for it, and saved our city. And he's like, no, 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 and like they just still push it. And it's like, I will if say, I save a city, you get free food. That's the way it works. I've been in similar situations because of my job, and then. And I do, like, I've had people try to give me tips for doing my job, and I tell them no. And I will only say no so many times before I feel like I'm just being an asshole. Right. So You also have to think about how he started in the MCU as a character, which was he was just a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. This is is his job. He didn't didn't expect anything. He didn't want to be a superhero, (sighs) and I think that plays into episode two a lot. He yeah. didn't expect anything. He didn't expect congratulations. He didn't want to fight gods or anything. You know, he was, I am a shield agent. I am here at this post. I'm going to watch this, these scientists watch look this, at this thing. This hammer. Whatever. I'm going to watch the hammer. Right. I'm going to watch the hammer. Like, I'm, I'm a shield agent. I'm just here. Like, that's my job. And then he becomes known, which is not necessarily what you want as a shield agent sure. in general. But he comes known as Hawkeye as a superhero. And that has to be uncomfortable and disarming, period. But I really like that he was recognized in the show because I was like, well, if somebody was going to get overlooked, it was going to be Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Which they could have played the show him being a joke. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been a lot of, oh, and you do what? You shoot arrows. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't do that, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm 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 hundred percent agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. But what they did with that scene that you're just saying, yeah, he saved the whole oh no, scene. yeah, he did. So sure, yeah, somebody would be like, dinner's on us. I, and of course, what you said is correct. You go, no, that's okay. I don't mind paying. Mm-hmm. And they go, No, yeah, it's okay. And you go, honestly, I don't mind paying, and then you it goes it, it two, becomes two a times thing. and then you go yeah okay thank you yeah exactly you accept it and he did yeah which he is, accepted it which was which is the, the the correct or normal thing to do but it, it it does show that he's like he's not he doesn't see with, himself as a superhero. he doesn't see with himself as as a superhero and he's not really secure with himself as a superhero i don't yeah. think he would see himself as a hero period 
Yeah, probably. Not even as a superhero, just yeah. as a hero. No, like you I, said, I, I he, you. this whole started because he was just doing it, his, this job. Is his job. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with what you're saying, Brian. I just think that in the in the overall Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, yeah, yeah. he is somebody who has done these things, and he, whether or not he feels that way, he's earned it. He's earned it, and he doesn't want to allow that to happen. But that's what's going to happen because just like with Brian, or what what just Tone just said, he's going to be like, okay, no, I would like to pay for my own food, mm-hmm. and you would go, no, it's on us, and it would go back and forth four or five times. Eventually, you'd go, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where he doesn't think that he needs it, but it would eventually he would go, okay, I succeed and I'm going to do this. So I do, I do agree with that part of this uh, show. And it's a very small part because it's not like a big thing. It's just like a very small part of just like a small one part of that episode. They just show you over and over. He is very uncomfortable with the idea of being lauded for what. Yeah. Like the, I mean, the dickhead in the bathroom. That's, right, the yeah, little girl even waving to him. Yeah, like he was like the fact that he's any kind of notable figure. notable figure is uncomfortable to him, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I was just doing the job," you know. He just wants to, you know, live off of his live just, on his little ranch, and yeah, yeah, for sure. Brian, did you read um Civil War two at all? No. Okay, uh, then I guess spoilers for Civil War two, but. Um, <laughs> Oh wait! I mean, I know what happened in in, in it. Yeah, there's um, it's basically Minority Report or uh, shorthand for the listeners. Uh, Captain Marvel future thinks crime. yes, we should uh, try to get people before they commit crimes. And I'm sure. the futurist, Absolutely. is like, no, um, no, you can't convict thing. people for things they haven't done yet. But in the middle of all that, and the kind of vibe I got, and I don't know if this was intentional or not. Um, I wrote this down where. Um, in Civil War II, and spoilers, 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 because it's a big thing. Spoilers. Um, Clint kills <gasps> Bruce Banner. He kills Bruce Banner because Bruce gives him an arrowhead um, that can specifically kill him with the instruction that should I ever start to turn back into the Hulk, I want you to use this. And Clint says, why are you picking me? And Banner says, I know you can do it and you're one of the only people who could live with it. So I trust you completely. You're going to keep this arrowhead. And he does. And there's a part in civil war two where all these people are confronting banner and all of a sudden out of fucking nowhere, an arrow gets buried in his eye and they go to see who shot, shot the arrow. And it's just Hawkeye sitting there on his knees with his arms out, ready to be arrested. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the lines that really struck me in um, Occupy Avengers was people keep thanking me for killing one of my best friends. And what are you supposed to say to that? And I think that kind of energy is kind of toured or at least commented on with him and Natasha, because in his mind, he he failed to die. He wanted to die for sure over her. He did not do that. So people keep calling him a hero 
all of this stuff. You're my kid's favorite Avenger. You're so good, blah, 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 whatever. The speech Kate gives him in the second episode. And to him, it's just like, no, I failed. I I did not do what I should have done. I did not we do what I was supposed to do. We all didn't come back like we should have. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, And for sure. I just saw, and I again, I don't know if this was on purpose, but I just saw a parallel between there him is. saying- that, That's for sure. What do you say when people thank you for killing one of your best friends and him being like, I am very uncomfortable with the hero title because one of my best, my, my best friend did not come back because she's dead yeah. and she had to die. It was me or her and I did not succeed in dying, which is. Yeah. It's not like he didn't try. He just didn't succeed. I yeah, love that sure. scene so much. It's really, oh, yeah. really good. That's a great scene. It is. And it's sad because she knows that if the plan works, his family's coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he is so far gone at that point. He doesn't care if anybody comes back. I think He's... it's more he doesn't he because as soon as that as soon as they go to Vormir, I was like, I exactly know who's dying. Sure, yeah. Because there is Me no too. way at all Natasha is going to let Clint not meet his family yeah. again, which she loves them all so much. And Clint's thought is I am no longer worthy to have my family. However, I can sacrifice myself to get them back. Yeah. You, Natasha, you are worthy to have this family to have a life all this stuff i'm going to do this which is why it's sad and funny when they're talking to each other and he goes why do i think we're talking about different people and he knows and that's why they start trying to kill themselves and competing it is a very good uh scene in that movie and honestly like what we're talking about now definitely has ramification in the hawkeye series because that is got to be playing on his mind as a his oh, yeah. character in this series. Like he knows that the only person that would possibly know his plate is Black Widow, mm-hmm. and we know what happened there. So, yep. yeah, for sure, he's got he he literally has nobody and even in the comics steve is like his next best friend steve in the mcu is gone mm-hmm. yeah steve went back in time to get his happy ending and however you feel about that and they didn't necessarily show that clint and steve were super close yeah. but that was his other guy in the comics oh, yes. and what is he supposed to do now so he's just stuck and it it's that's just something that struck me was him being uncomfortable with heroism and yeah um when people were literally congratulating him on killing bruce banner in the comics and yeah. how disturbed he was about that yeah but he's like what do you say to that and um that's probably again like a couple layers too deep into what they were trying to do but that's just a parallel no i, I think you're, I you're correct um so I guess the next thing the next thing the is the, the the banquet the like the, the charity where we banquet. charity banquet charity. yeah we see um Eleanor and Jack interacting Kate in her all black tux uh standing away watching them and we meet Armand Duquesne yeah, that's Jacques' father in the comics. I don't know why they made it his uncle. They made him his yeah, uncle. Weird. I don't know why. I don't know either. But maybe because of what happens later in this episode. 
I don't know. I just thought it was an odd change. But yeah, it's weird. And like he has the whole interaction with Kate and younger Armand, who was the seventh in the line of Armands. When he was telling Kate, like, oh, I, and she's like, oh, I guess he hit the jackpot. And she's like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I guess he so. Think, he thinks so. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of shit does that to say to a kid? Like, she's not a kid, though. She's 22. Yeah, she's 22. Yeah, but still, that's her mom. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was real weird. Yeah. Nah, he's like, talking sideways. That? That's what high society people do. Yeah. That's what normal people do. High society people do. Talking sideways. Kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. Yeah. He has monogram butterscotch. Butterscotches. He's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. I did think it was very odd. Um, obviously, Armand is suspicious of Eleanor, and then it's. Uh, Eleanor didn't tell Kate about the engagement. I don't yeah, know how that's which not... Is, which is weird. I don't know how so, that's not one of the first things out of your mouth if you're... Like, okay, I see you're dating. Cool, whatever. You're engaged? Like, you're not yeah, going to tell me that? that yeah. Weird. Like, she found out from Armand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was a little odd. Like, I, I, I get it because I think it was supposed to demonstrate the disconnection between yeah, yeah. mother-daughter. Um, I just think as, still, a, think as a character thing... Like, that is an that's, odd that's major news that you yeah. want to let your kid know at least could have been text could have been anything yeah, yeah anything um then yeah. next is the she, nope, she goes out to get air and she sees lucky for the first time lucky but he doesn't have a name yet. pizza dog pizza dog did you guys remember or see where people were like that's not lucky in the previews because he had both eyes and now and then done. they did a um it's special effects yeah, now yeah. to cover the one eye. But I was like, if it was that easy, why didn't you just do it the first time? Such a cool dog. Pizza dog. Love pizza, dog. pizza dog. So yeah, she meets him and then... He fucks off. Yeah. And then she goes back in and she's eavesdropping um, on Armand and Eleanor. And I wrote that entire exchange down because I could not hear it without subtitles. Yeah, very hush-hush. Because I don't remember anything major from that, but Emily, you can lead us through that. Are these are very like kind yeah. of rough? Like the idea is there. Some yeah, of them no, are no, like just... verbatim, but uh, Amar Armand says, "Should have known this little empire of yours was based on a lie, Eleanor. By myself from the ground up. So whatever thing, whatever you think you saw is not true, Armand. Don't insult my intelligence, Eleanor. You're frankly insulting us both." Armand, I know what I saw. Eleanor, you are all just, and he cuts her off and says, don't you try that on me. I gave you an opportunity to explain yourself. Eleanor says, I don't want to argue with you. Armand says, I've got powerful friends too, the kind you don't want to mess with. Eleanor, please Armand. And then he walks away and she's walking back toward Kate, which she doesn't know. And she says, see you at Christmas dinner. I don't know. I think this is more like crime family stuff. Yeah, her mom's the villain now. Yeah, killed the dad. The mom's the villain. Like what we talked about earlier, I think she will become Madame Mask. I definitely think she's Madame Mask. And I could see that, like, if her dad wasn't Magia, Madame Mask is connected to Magia, and that could lead to this. Like and we could, I mean, cool. just just with the Magia crime family, there's a lot of stuff you can do there. 
but I 100% see her mom becoming Madame Mask, and that's... Brian Silvermane. <laughs> yes! <laughs> there was just two, and I can't explain what it was, but when she entered with that captain... Nobody fucking knows what a captain is here. <laughs> the, it's a, sure. it's a dress yeah. with the arms and the sleeves and all that, like what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. When she entered with that, for some reason, my mind went, Madame Mask. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I saw her hair, and I was like, Madame Mask. And, and I don't know why, because I don't, from what I remember, particularly remember Madame Mask wearing anything like that. It's but also just like about it. the way that meeting, like that exchange, that's not a business meeting. No, well, then Kate says, was he threatening you? And she's like, what? No, I don't know. Go come to the party. Why are you out here? Yeah. And now Kate's suspicious of Armand. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was kind of already suspicious of Jack. I liked the Carol the Bells for the stopping part. Yeah, so she's um, suspicious of Armand now. And she follows him. And she starts following him. And she follows him and Jack to a secret auction in a wine cellar. Uh, And because she is dressed in this all-black tux, it's easy enough for her to get down there and no one to really question her. Um, but at this secret auction, they're auctioning off things from the Avengers compound. Well, a bunch of stuff, but one of the, a couple of the things are from, from the Avengers recovered from the Avengers compound. Which, which specifically are Ronan's sword and costume. His uniform, his costume, and also some kind of watch. Yeah. That they're looking for. Could yeah, they were looking for a watch. Quantum watches. But it's not. Maybe? Because they not, didn't say. I well, no, a... they found it. No, because they found it and it wasn't. So the watch tag says Avengers Compound, lot number 268. And I didn't... What issue of Hawkeye is that? <laughs> it didn't ring any bells for me. I did the same thing. Um, and it really. I could not figure out what the fuck the watch was. No, I don't know why this watch is so mm. important. It looks like a red face. Why the, the tracksuit mafia is looking That's why for I it. thought it was the quantum watch, but it's not. It's it's not that. It's not the Bulgari watch that he gets in part one, uh, Iron Man one. It's I don't know what it is. I can't tell. So hmm. I think it's going to be something that we getting into further in the in the series yeah it's we're gonna like, unrelated gonna be... unrelated to anything we've seen but yeah so during this auction armand mm-hmm. is trying to he was trying to get the sword right that's what he was kind of he was trying well that's what he was bidding on bid, and then yeah. jack for the sword. being a little dick that yeah. he is was like bidding against him yeah uh during all this, as and Kate's watching from behind the wine racks. wine racks, and she's watching everything and paying specific attention to those two. Uh, then the tracksuit mafia comes in. Well, yeah, what I like too, because I like this a lot, uh, specifically with um, women in the MCU, is like when they play up the whole like. I'm weak and I'm crying. Like when Black Widow does it to Loki mm-hmm. in the first Avengers, or where she's like, 
<laughs> you see, that's the problem, Gary. You don't even know my name. <laughs> she's like, I quit. <laughs> that was awesome. And what I liked, and I wrote specifically, is that I don't watch a lot of fighty, explicitly action movies, but I can't remember the last scene that took place in a wine cellar. And I think mm-hmm. that was the perfect setting for yeah, so many cool. reasons. And one of them is, yes, it is easy to go hide in a corner when you're getting chased or look at all of the- The wine bottles. The wine bottles I and can I use to throw. like that they weren't breaking immediately. Yeah. Because that's not going to happen unless you know exactly how to do it. I don't know physics-wise how well that you, holds up. It, and I didn't it, look at it. Because I've, I've had friends try to break bottles over their own heads. With full, full corked and all? Empty ones. No, and it doesn't, it's different. But still, it's not going to... The pressure Like, different. it's not going when to you, break um, automatically. When you try and or get hit with a bottle mm-hmm. over your head, speaking from experience, <laughs> it doesn't work the same. No. It, it's, far, it's far more likely to I've burst been, if it is full. I've been hit over the head with a full 40 bottle. bottle. 40. A 40. Mm-hmm. Boom. And just hit me in the head. And I'm yeah, like, fuck They that don't. Hurts. But it's not going to break. They don't always break unless you know how yeah. to do it. Like there's and a specific type, like it's gets into the physics of everything. And all again, it's you hear them break when they hit the ground. The, the fact that you sense. what you're saying is she's grabbing these bottles and hitting them, yep. hitting people with them. That makes complete sense. Yep. The fact that she hits somebody with one, then another person with another. And then on the third time, she fucking hits somebody with it and it breaks. That makes sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I like that, that it was like, I these really aren't going to break immediately. I enjoyed- like, and like the sound was very good during this. When also, at this point, she's wearing the Ronin, Ronin outfit, costume yes. <laughs> like that she went and grabbed. I don't know if anybody else was like. And also Jack happen. fucking stole the Ronin sword. Yeah. We see that happen. <sighs> oh, yeah. No, like I knew like. <laughs> Shit was yeah. Girl, <laughs> like I knew she was gonna put the costume. the fucking Ronin costume, but I like like that fight scene in there. Like was that cool. was awesome. Was and cool. like this is our like I said, this is our first introduction to the track shoot track suit mafia in this show. They are decidedly Russian in the show, by the way. Yeah, it's a yes. bigger question mark in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. they don't. They, know. They're like maybe Russian. Like it's always like mm-hmm. da da Maybe Russian. Like they can't tell. But no, they're. Like you said, decidedly Russian in the show, which I just I, I love when they say bro. <laughs> That's all. I'm... It is very fun. It's fun. Uh, so I got my wish. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's there's bro in there, so you're good. Because yes, the absolutely. thick Russian accents and bro, mm-hmm. they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're pretty thick and yeah, they, okay. they That's all I. That, that's that's all I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. Um. While this is all happening, she. Like, again, she fights a bunch of them off using wine bottles and just, like, her skills in general. Uh, anything in, in before we get to the exterior stuff? like interior? Well, just the, she, um, which is pretty kind of drag and drop from the comic. Um, there's absolutely no reason for them to get involved with Lucky the dog. They just kind of are like, who yeah. the fuck no, no, no. beats up a dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's... like, she does the same thing where she's like, who kicks a dog? Like, yeah. Clint in the comic is like, who hits a, why do you kick a dog in traffic? Like, who does that? 
And the whole time he's like, it's not my dog. It's not my dog. It's not my dog. Like, this is just a dog I saved. And then finally he's like, I guess it's my dog. But this, this makes her so much more than just a regular person because she jumps into traffic. Yep. She goes out of her dog. way to save Lucky. So we, as, as an audience, are like, that is our person now. We like her. Well, yeah, when her, when Lila explicitly says, check it out, a ninja saved a dog. Yeah. He's, looking, he's, just looking, he's like, oh, fucking fuck. Fuck. <laughs> that costume. Okay, I and guess then, I know what I'm doing the rest of my night. But even well, if he, if she wasn't in that outfit, which she is, if Kate jumped through traffic to save a dog, I'd be like, fuck, she's my, that's the person I want to be around. She's awesome. I'm well, not a big dog person, so I don't also, know. Oh, come on. Hard. You're not a dog person. You just have my dog all over you. And you were like, I know. Oh, I like, I, I like, I don't care. No, I like dogs, but like people who like treat dogs like their children, I'm like, that's, well, a that's little, different. That's a little mental. Yeah, but like, that's my own opinion. I also don't think I could ever have a dog because I don't like dog hair all over. Like, I like other people's dogs just fine. Yeah. Having dog hair all over sucks. That's the one bad yeah, thing about having a dog. But you do like dogs. <laughs> no, but I'm not That's like a, not a dog. No, no, no. I like dogs. I also like cats. I like animals. I'm just not like, oh my god, I love the puppy so much. Did it like it's it's a dog. She's not gonna lose her shit over. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Like you know how people spend thousands of dollars on the dogs? I can't ever see myself doing that. No, that makes me a bad person. Yeah, no, it's people. not. It's not that you're a bad person. I, I, I could see. I feel the same with you. Except I just think that you're a dog. you're a liar because <laughs> you do like dogs. No, no, she didn't say she doesn't Liking like dogs. Them, and being a dog person are totally different things. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. No. That's very true. My I is. like dogs, but I won't own a dog. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. There's a big difference. Act two. It's like people that say they like kids, but they're like, I'll never have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like kids too, but I'll never have a kid. You have you one have already. One. Oh, have, never mind. Then. You have a child. <laughs> never mind then. Never mind then. Back to Hawkeye. <laughs> the only other thing is there's a guy who lifts his hood yes. when he's chasing Kate. And that's, and if you turn on the subtitles, you hear them call him Kazi. And if you read the Hawkeye comics, you know who Kazi is. Um, if you don't, that's fine. He's going to be super important later. Yep. Um, and Which, I just liked the vibe of the the two guys going, "Let's go, bro!" Like, yeah. <laughs> all been that friend at the bar who's like, "Let's go, come on, we gotta go. Also, we can't be here anymore. We gotta go, bro. Like, yeah. let's go." And it was just that energy, and I felt that a lot. Made zero sense for him to lift his mask up, <laughs> except for us to see his face. I don't really care because it's not like, like anybody is there with a camera to no. get his face. Well, there were people there with cameras because not facing his way though. Because they caught her on camera saving the pizza dog. Not catching his face. I don't know. That yeah, was, well, that's like, the thing. They, they weren't like filming him at that point, but for him to in the middle of a heist lift his no, mask the heist up, was done. But they're still chasing someone down. It was it was a dumb move as yeah. a criminal. Yeah, it made no, it made zero sense except for us to see his face for the first time. What's what's that guy from? The actor? I don't know. So I was gonna say, is he somebody special? He is. He's from something. I can't. I don't know. But something cool during the like, well, I mean, during the news broadcast when uh, 
she says, uh, oh, cool, ninja saved a dog. They are referring to the ninja as Ronin. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they go into all the like, oh, Ronan did all this. And that. Hawkeye's been gone for this long. Oh, excuse me. Uh Ronan has been gone for this long. Yeah. Um, has is he back? Uh yeah. do we know? Yeah. Oh, he was in um Les Mis. He was in Les Mis. That's who he is. He was um, I think Kuvarak. Yes, he was in Les Mis. But anyway, back to Hulk. Anyway. Uh, she finds Armand the third dead in his um but not before she takes pizza dog back to the house and feeds him pizza for well, the that first was fucking time. stupid I don't know why <laughs> feeds she... him pizza for the first time and she's genuinely talking to the dog like can answer <laughs> that's dog people talking <laughs> to your dog like you can answer pizza. you she gave him pizza and he ate it and that's where we get the pizza dog name for now but yeah then she goes to Armand's Armand estate and finds his monogram butterscotches right next to his right dead body. Well, no, that was in the entryway. Yeah. She walked into his study and then she found his dead body and then she snuck out and left. Mm-hmm. And then she's on the street. They never fucking show you what's in her backpack, by the way. No. Which was annoying to me because I was like <laughs> waiting for her to use it and she just never does. Um, and then she gets jumped by the tracksuit mafia tracksuit and she's boys. getting the shit beat out of her mostly. She she kind of she, holds her own to a She gets point. a little bit, but then like she gets overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I like that Clint came in and um I will say Jeremy Renner does a lot of his own stunts because like that's his thing. So that's also probably Jeremy Renner, even though they're not mm-hmm. showing his face. Um and he's doing all this shit. And I also liked how just like tired he sounds yeah. when he's like, come on, just fucking. It. And he throws her and he's like, like, come on. So yeah, he comes, saves her as she's sitting in a car and tracksuits are like surrounded, surrounding the car and beating on it. Uh, He takes them all out. He grabs her out of the car and you can tell he is definitely fucking tired at this point. He's like over it. She's fighting against him. He takes her into the alleyway, puts her against the wall. Rips off the hood. Rips off the hood. Come on, credits roll. Yeah, who the hell episode are one? You're Hawkeye. <laughs> who the hell are you? Yeah. Credits roll. Um, I thought that was a great way to end that first episode that too. Awesome like it was so episode. good. And he just goes into full dad mode and is like, "We need to get you out of here. You live near here. Are you okay? What are we doing?" And she's very great. stunned. And she's like, "Uh huh. Yeah, I live a couple blocks away." He goes, "Okay, we'll go there. Whatever." And she's like, "I." Um, I saw a dead body, so that's new. And he's like, "Uh huh, we'll talk about that later." Like, we just need to get out of here because sirens are also rapidly approaching them. Good, like I love that whole interaction between those. It was very, very true. Yeah, like yeah, I understand. Yep, yep, yep. Let's Uh, go. Yeah, let's keep let's let's keep moving. Yes, for sure. It was so good. Uh, yeah, then. He just radiates big dad energy he, the whole time. One hundred percent, yes. And it's like to the point where he's like, "How old are you? What are you? 18? She's like, twenty-two. Yeah, same, same fucking thing. thing. Yeah, same thing. you're a baby. <laughs> same thing. Great. Now I gotta look after you, and I want to be having Christmas with my kids. Mm-hmm. But they go to her apartment and they talk a little bit, and she's very starstruck. She's like, "Hey, Hawkeye, in my apartment." <laughs> Just be cool. Just be cool. Totally cool. I did like that she out and out was like, 
will you sign my bow? And he's like, I have questions. She's like, great, but will you sign my bow first? Um, and she's like, nope. When he's like, did anyone see you with this? No. Did anyone see your face? No. Kept it all on like a professional the whole time. <laughs> and he's like, okay, did anyone see you? Like, did you go anywhere while you were wearing this? Blah, blah, blah. And then you realize as the as the viewer before <laughs> she realizes that she went back to the apartment mm-hmm. before she yeah. says it to him. And then you just hear out the window, hey, Kate Bishop. <laughs> and it's like, she's like, eh, my name's on the buzzer. <laughs> And they start throwing Molotov cocktails into the place, which is fun. And he catches one. It's a great. It's so great because he just breaks the window, catches it, throws it back at them in like one fluid motion. So too. Like, I loved it. That's a that's a great scene in just the trailer alone. So I can yeah, only like, imagine when it plays out in this. Yeah, it yeah, it was cool. great. It was really cool, like seeing that happen in there. Because like, I know how cool Hawkeye is because. One of my best friends loves Hawkeye. <laughs> um, but yeah, like other people don't. Like people think he's a joke. <laughs> uh, and that, that's what I was saying. I'm glad they don't play it that way. He is a very human character, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But they never play it as he's a joke. No, like they cool. show you, like it's not easy to catch. A bottle, well, they show let you alone a bottle that's flaming. He like juggles it, yeah, back, and then he chucks it again. Like, like it's yeah. not just—it's not easy to do that with a bottle, let alone a bottle that is on fire sure. and being tossed at you from below <clears throat> through a window to catch that, and in the same fluid motion, <clears throat> toss it back. I did like that the New York, um, the New Yorker, New Yorker pizza staff. Came out and we're like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Blowing up, up my apartment!" Like, because that's exactly what yeah. New York pizzeria owners would yeah, do. They would, they'd probably get in a fight with those guys. Truthfully, yeah, true. Well, you also got the feeling they kind of like knew who. They oh were no, yeah, 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 with, yeah, if that makes sense. But yeah, uh, yeah. I wrote. <laughs> this is a big one. I wrote. Clint has big dad energy this episode, and just the whole time, <laughs> I just feel like he's taking care of. Kate, and he's like, oh, this fucking kid. And he literally yeah. calls her a little girl at this point. It's like, a little girl stole my Christmas. Yeah. It's like, she did, though. Yeah. Uh, not intentionally. She's not doing this. No. No, 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 no. She didn't do this, like, out of any, like, I'm pretty sure she didn't know because it doesn't seem like anyone knows that Clint was Ronan. True. That's not common knowledge. So, because the tracksuits think that Kate is Ronan at this point. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is not guy. She's guy, bro. Kate Bishop is guy. I fucking love that scene, which is like way later in the episode, but I love that scene. I'm not who you think I am. You are Hawkeye. Okay, I'm who you think I am, but like that other shit you got is completely wrong. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is not guy. Kate Bishop is guy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's funny. But he gets her to, um, he's like, all right, we're going to get out of here. We need supplies. And she's like, Avenger supplies? Like, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) and they go to a fucking corner store. Yeah, it's just like, you and shit. Bodega gets some neosporin and some band-aids and yeah. hook her up. 
hook him up. And that's about it. Well, it reminded me of the Black Widow scene where Yelena and um, Natasha are at like the store. And she's like, well, I bet the god from space doesn't need mm-hmm. Advil after a fight, like whatever she says. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they really are like, yeah. I know it's implied uh, Widow has the infinity serum even in the MCU. But like, he's just like a normal dude. He's I like- was an agent. I had a job. I had like a nine to five job, yeah. kind of. And then I got picked <coughs> up in aliens and shit. And now I gotta do this. Now I went on a killing spree for a while. And I got an answer to that. Like killing sprees. They're gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally got that motivation. We were like, why would he do that? It's because evil people lived and his whole family was gone. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. What would you do? I would do it. I knew I knew you would do it for the greater good, Ed. I absolutely would. For the greater good. <laughs> One um, day we're gonna talk about that on this pod. Oh, we reference it all the time. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but no, yeah, I I 100 percent get his motivations of what he did as Ronan. Like it's not, I think even, you're, not uh, even in question. I think you're a disingenuous person if you don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to. You have to understand why he did what he did. You don't need to have that spelled out in this series, but no. Sure. Yeah. Um, so when yeah. Yakuza goes, like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because you're alive. Like, yeah. you lived. And my, and my whole family is dead. My family who did nothing ever to hurt anybody. And other people who did are nothing dead. are dead. Yeah. But you got to live. Yeah. Yep. And other people like you got to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come sure. on. I think that's like the most sympathetic fucking yeah. motivation. Yeah. Personally. Um. So yeah, he gets her back to her apartment. No, he gets her to... Oh no! She goes. Yeah, yeah. They go to they the. Go, they go to an apartment, but in the thing, she's like, "He's like, you know, like a bag of money would be useful to me, like more useful to me than you." <laughs> and she's like, "Would a bag of money know a place?" And he's like, "Fucking fine. What the fuck, like." And presumably, this is kind of going to take the place of the apartment building Clint buys in the comics. Yes, I would think so. Most likely. Um. And the aunt <coughs> she gets uh, the apartment of is Moira Brandon, mm-hmm. who is a notable figure in the comics. Do you know? No. She gave specifically the West Coast Avengers, but the Avengers like the compound, like where they could stay, slash the mansion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Is that the one who had the like old? Hollywood signs and stuff in her room. Yeah, that's that where she's that, an yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so we're guessing that that's Kate's aunt. Okay, a lot of people are really, 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 really wanting a West Coast Avengers thing out of this. That's what a lot of people like seeing that her name was on the buzzer, and then like her name is on the um. The posters in the apartment. Yeah. Like people were thinking. Yeah, because like, she's an is... honor in Avenger because she yeah. gives the Westeros Avengers the mansion. Uh-huh. Their mansion, excuse me. Clint made her an honorary Avenger right before she died. Um, but yeah, so people are hoping that this leads to West Coast Avengers, especially with America and other characters. Like it will be like the more recent West Coast Avengers with Kate. Yeah, I was gonna say, which is interesting because West Coast Avengers is like 
not yeah. B-list characters, but mm, no. But I mean, yeah. we might get your boy Wonder Man. Oh yeah. And also, we have White Vision now. So. We do have White Vision now. Uh huh. So we have West Coast Avengers characters. In the century. I don't. Probably not. <laughs> we already have a Superman in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. anyway, so they go to this other apartment. Uh, and he's like, stay here. And she's like, mm. he's like, and he tells her to like here. clean up her cut and everything and tells her how she should You're do it. Yeah. Uh, and that's when he leaves, right? He leaves her there. He does the spy shit with the um, firefighter gear. Yeah, he goes to try to get the suit back from... The, from from her original apartment, and sure, Clint, you can enter my apartment. Don't you need my keys? And he's like, "No, I don't need your keys. Lock this door," which is such a parent thing to say yeah. when you're walking out. Lock uh, this door. This but yeah, door. so he goes back to her burnt apartment to go get the <clears> suit, <throat> and the suit is gone. After doing paid. some little uh, spy work putting on the firefighter gear and going in there. But then he comes back and fi- he finds the LARPing thing on yeah, the, the LARPing thing. Yeah, that's a felony. You can't take shit from a car. No, the yeah, whole, no. yeah. The whole thing, I was like, this is not as easy as it looks. No. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to put a helmet on. I'm going to put oh, this no, on. No, no, that, that, is, that is shockingly easy. <clears throat> I'm not going to bullshit you. The part that I'm like, that's a felony is um when the guy took the suit yes. from the crime scene yes i was like that's a felony bro you're lucky hawkeye didn't blow up your spot yeah so this i'm guessing firefighter that is also a larper yeah. so, name? i didn't know it, what was it, it was, it's grills grills oh yeah in here. which is from the comic but in the comic grills is a middle-aged white man Yes. Who grills on top of the on the yes. rooftop of the apartment so building. So it looks everybody. like we're getting all that little like his little family <laughs> that he has there in like different ways because I have a feeling Grills is going to show up again. Well, it's also bad news for Grills yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he finds out that he's a LARPer and he finds him on social media like yeah. bragging oh. that he has the suit and he's like wearing it and everything. I'm like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Girls, let me go and get a new like costume. Bam! And I'm like, that would totally. That would one hundred. That, that would totally happen. Yes, one hundred percent. And I mean, it's a cool looking costume. I don't blame. I don't blame girls. I girls, you're felony. not alone. Firefighters have gotten prosecuted That's for the, less. Yes. Again, still don't blame girls. Because <laughs> I would steal that suit. So he does all that. He sees the thing. Lucky comes up to him. And he's like, nah. Well, yeah, he goes back to the apartment. Oh, yeah, out he, that, he actually fixes Kate. Finds out, the like, looks at the way she bandaged herself. And think, he's like, no, you did it wrong. <laughs> Takes it off. Does it the right way for her. Tells her how she's supposed to do it. It's uh, a butterfly stitch. Yeah. Asks about Lucky. That your dog, not my and, dog. Yeah, then he has like the little moment with Lucky while he's sitting there. Didn't the mug say Thanos was right too? The mug? I there was, that. I think there was a mug that said at one point <coughs> the mug that says Thanos was I right. Um, <clears throat> but then next day she's going. He sends his kids off first. Yes, he he sends his kids so that to go back with mom 
Uh, nice, cute little scene with his kids. Nate signs to him. Very nice, cute little thing. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> and he just says to the daughter, yes, I know I said that your brother's in charge, but you're in charge. We know you're in charge. Please, just take care of this. And she knows, and the brother knows, and everybody knows that she's in charge. She may be the younger sister, but she's in charge. Yeah. It's very nice. I like the part because I'm not a parent, but I thought it was so real to parenting where you're like, he's like, okay, remember these three words. Don't lose <laughs> Nate. And the older, and the older <laughs> brother's like, where's Nate? And they're yeah. like, where? Yeah, that was funny. I didn't see that. Ah, I did not see that. I mean, people were making that argument in real life. Like, next no, yeah, year. yeah. But uh, back to where, yeah, <laughs> where's Nate? He's like, don't lose Nate. Well, where is Nate? Where, where's Nate? <laughs> Nate, buddy. Hey. It's really easy to lose a little child. <laughs> we all know this. And he was right there. He wasn't far. He was just fucking around on that. <laughs> he wasn't far. He was. But it is hard to lose a child. Is is it hard or easy? I've gotten lost it's every easy. time I've gone to it's Disney. It's easy World, and it's so. hard to get them. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm 100%. Um, I just thought that was really funny because I was like, describe being a parent in like 30 seconds of a scene. <laughs> Don't yeah. lose Nate. Where is Nate? Where? Nate? 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 Especially yeah. for a 15 year old and a 13 year old or whatever they are. Yeah. Like either tweens or teens. Yeah. And whatever. Young child. That's got to be like. Their entire life is just now that's all they think about. Yeah. I mean, that is like, and we talked about this kind of last episode where Clint's hearing has kind of gone in and out in the comics explicitly. And like Fraction explores that with, as a child, he lost his hearing, but it was temporary. But that's also when he learned sign. And in the comics, you see him and his brother speaking to each other in sign, but Clint's very stubborn and won't use sign when he loses his hearing again in like the modern day. So it's like, when he uses sign, I don't need the backstory of, as a child, he also lost his hearing because of his abusive father, but it, if they decided to throw that in, yeah. it also makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I like that. I like that the youngest, I like that they explicitly showed the youngest son or the baby doing it. Like, yeah. hey, we all learn this and we know how to do this. Mm -hmm. All right. And then after he sends them off. <laughs> Bye. That's when he meets back up with Kate again. And he's going to go <laughs> follow his lead to go find grills while she yeah. goes to work. Yeah. At a fish up security. Yeah. She goes to work at Bishop Securities. They also have like a whole discussion about branding. Well, that was during this part, right? Yeah. So that's where they tell you the part where <coughs> he goes on the outside and she's mm -hmm. like, oh, you're a gentleman. He goes, uh, no, I can't hear you on any side but this yeah. side. <laughs> Not that I want to hear you, but like, you know, practicality wise, I should hear you. And um, then she goes, Oh, what happened? And that's just when they give you the montage. That's like, when, yeah, that's when you get the like little montage of all the moments happening in the other movies and stuff of like the explosions. And that's where they, 
that's how they explain him having a hearing aid now and like losing his hearing. Um, I was kind of hoping that's how it would be. <laughs> yeah, like but again, like for what they're doing, like it makes sense for it to be like that. And if they want to go into it more in depth, they could, which I think they could definitely do that in these episodes. Um, but yeah, then they have like that's what this is again where they have a discussion. Like yeah. she's like, your your problem is branding. <laughs> I had a friend ask me before the series aired because I guess they showed his hearing aid in a preview. <clears throat> I stopped watching the previews. Yeah, I don't remember seeing. But that. um. He said, what happened to his earring? I said, pick an, pick an incident. He shot an arrow in an enclosed space all by himself in um, Endgame with all those uh, things coming after him when mm-hmm. he had the gauntlet. Uh, the barrage of Endgame when they were shooting things down from the ships and he was just there. Like, he's a normal guy. He's mm-hmm. also a 40-something-year-old man on the field with these super-powered people. Like, he's, you know... Just it's just like that scene in Ultron when he's like, I could shoot you in the back and no one would even know. Even know. <laughs> like, he's just exhausted and tired. tired. One um, of my favorite scenes with Hawkeye is in that movie. And it's that, it's that, that's basically his pep talk with um, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I got a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. And yeah, <laughs> I love that scene. And the whole time he's doing that, like he, he took he t- at one point he just like literally takes a shot at an Ultron through a hole in the wall and you're just like and he's so nonchalant about it too it's just like yeah so uh, meanwhile I'm gonna grab all these ar- these arrows off my leg <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm gonna keep giving this speech and and next thing you know she comes out wrecking shit and I'm like yeah no this was his movie <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um... I love Ultron um. Age of Ultron, and I've had a lot of people accuse me it's because of all the Hawkeye stuff. Um, I just think that movie suffered a lot at the time from middle child syndrome, where it was the middle movie of what everybody knew would be a trilogy. So it didn't get like the love it like needed. Because I had a lot of people tell me like, I think the farm stuff is stupid. I was like, really? Because mm-hmm. you get a lot of character insight from the farm stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, why they're yeah. so like opposite. You get a glimpse into um, Clint's life. Like, I love that Laura Barton isn't like the, I don't want you to go out and save the world because you have a family. She's like, I understand they need you like as a team. Just like, be sure, be sure that this is the team you want to be a part of. And mm-hmm. I am okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I always like that. And that's why I want to know more about her specifically. Yep. Plus, she's hot, Velma. Yes. Well, that yeah. I mean, yes. She's 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 hot, Velma. I actually hope they delve into their relationship and how they met uh, in the show. <clears throat> um. Yeah, but so that is a great Hawkeye scene. Yes. One of my other favorite Hawkeye scenes is they kind of reference it in Hawkeye, where he shoots the arrow at Loki and Loki catches it. And like smirks, mm. and then it blows, and it blows up in his face, yeah. and it's like, no, 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 <laughs> this man is two steps ahead of you all the time, every time. So, fuck you, suppose of God. <laughs> yeah, so we get that little flash of like the stuff they had their little talk about branding, and he's just like, no, I don't care about that at uh, all. Yeah, I had a lot of thoughts about this. Just um, nobody surprised. Uh, <laughs> No, it's stuff you can build off of, I promise. Yes, so well, let's 
get into it. I think first and foremost, part of his discomfort is he never set out to be a superhero. Nope. That wasn't the point of being a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Nope. Yeah. He's like. Because the stuff he was doing was secret. I have a job. I have a, you know. Like before Avengers, we didn't know what him and Nat were doing. It was all secret. So I think that's part of his discomfort. And like when she's like, you keep things close to the vest. You have, you know, armor over your heart, over like this other suit of armor. Like, and it's like, the dude's a secret agent. Mm -hmm. Like first and foremost. And she's not wrong. No. But um, I think the other part of it, and again, this could be me reading too deeply into things, but like everybody else on the team is very fantastical, right? Mm -hmm. Thor's from space. Steve was frozen for 70 years, was thought out, is like a super soldier. Tony, obviously. Mm -hmm. Super genius flies. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk knows the magic word of smash. According to the play. Yes. Yes. Um, and I know it's, it, we talked about before, it's kind of implied that Nat has some sort of infinity serum and that's why she's like more durable in the MCU. But like, she's the only other like normal person that he could like connect to or even like relate to. Mm-hmm. And they were so close to like, he brought this Russian spy that he saved to his home and like she was anti-nat to his children so like he doesn't have the support system or anybody to relate to on what it's like to be normal air quotes and a superhero more air quotes do you know what i mean yeah like you can't go to tony tony's dead at this point but i mean like he can't go to anybody and be like this kind of sucks or like i don't know what to do or i'm uncomfortable with this thing because only a person who could relate to him is gone yeah Uh, I also said that I think Kate has a very idealized view of being a, a hero. And I think Clint is very jaded. And I think like you said before, I think part of that is Nat's dead. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that like, just like you said, he's, he had all of his heroicism or her, heroics have been reliant on somebody else having done the same thing. So with nobody else there to share that with him, he's kind of like, okay, yeah, this happened and I did this, sure. But he has nobody to share that with. It would be like two shot putters who did the same thing and been like, yeah, me and you have both gone to the Olympics, but the one shot putter is dead. So he has nobody to talk to about it. He can't relate to anyone. He can't relate to anyone else. So it, it's it's it gives Hawkeye a realistic like sadness to him where he has nobody else to relate to because mm-hmm. nobody else in that team is in the same boat as him. They mm-hmm. they they have not done what he has done as a, a normal man. And even though they've gone through it with him, they've all been enhanced. So they don't have the same relationship with it as he does. And I think he realizes that and I think he can't deal with that. Which mm-hmm. it, it it gives him it gives him a little bit of uh pathos. 
I feel. Yeah, that's what I really like. I think it really humanizes him in yeah. general in the show. And I think that, like you said, he's very unique in his position on the team. And um, like we talked about before, he was just a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. That's it. Yeah. He is not used to getting the limelight or the accolades right. or any of that. And he's finally getting all of this. <coughs> and he's like, do I really want it? Not really. I'm just kind of, I happen to be part of this team for like several reasons. And like one of those reasons being, I knew how to fly a jet because yeah. Captain America could not, Natasha could not, and they needed a pilot. I could fly a jet. Like that's why he's there. Right. And it's, I don't know if I'll ever get into that or dig further into that or like deeper into the pathos of that. But it's like you said, normal guy, normal guy who is good at like one thing specifically. Right. And the only other person who could possibly relate to him is gone. Yeah. And that's also your best friend. So how are you supposed to navigate the world? It's the same that? thing that happens to Captain America, only reverse. Because Captain America don't, can only relate to Bucky, even though, you know, time separates them and he's in this time frame now. But it's the same thing that separates them. Whereas nobody knows what it's like to be a man uh, in the 1940s and going through, going through and, and frozen and all that shit. Only it's reversed because he is nowadays and the only person that could have possibly understood what he went through is Nat and she's gone mm -hmm. so I, I, it's it's an interesting thing for a character I just don't know I just don't know where they're going to go with it if they're even going to try to pursue that you know because especially with the family thing that's got to be hard for a guy who just lost his family with the whole snap thing. Who knows? Who knows what, what they're going to go with? I don't know where they're going to go with exploring his personal character motivation like that. But I do think the series will end with just him retiring and he's just going to give Kate I hope so. the title. And like, that's going to be oh, that. God. And he's going to be a kind of back burner thing where if they ever wanted to, they could pull him back for something. But I just think like if they go through all this and they wind up killing him, like nobody's gonna no. be happy with that. I don't think that would be a good oh, no. general. No, no, no. That would I don't think that's what they're gonna do at all. No. No, no, so I think it's going to be like in the comics when he comes back from Ronan and he's like, Well, I'm taking the name Hawkeye back. And she's like, Well, I'm Hawkeye now. And he like shows her up in a bow and arrow contest, obviously. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm Hawkeye. Like, you can go I fuck off and be a different thing. And then later on, they come to uh, understand an understanding through various different circumstances where he goes, well, there could be two Hawkeyes. Like, that's fine. I could see this ending with Kate Bishop obviously being the real, the new like Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And then in some after credit scene, his daughter just shooting arrow after arrow after hour and they're all going just straight to the um middle of the target mm -hmm. just bullseye 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 because he was setting her up 
in that mm-hmm. last movie or in Endgame. Technically, to be Infinity his War, next, was, yeah. yeah, his ne- his protege, and her being like, she, he gave her this name, which is earned because she's she's doing it. Mm-hmm. But his daughter being like, no, I am the next Hawkeye. Bam, bam, bam. And just hitting, you know. It'd be I hope not. The daughter. I think, it would, I think it would make sense. I, I actually hope not because it would just, just, it would make no sense for them. To, it's redundancy and we don't, and, and why, like why, now we have three Hawkeyes. But yeah, why, that's true. But why did they do that in the beginning to try to? Make- I don't think they were ever setting her up to be the protege. I just think that that was something that the daughter and father did something did together. That was she their bonding thing. Okay, she yeah, took an interest in in his his skill, and she just happened to be good at it. I think it could be mm. both. I think it could be they were trying to fake you out because uh, yeah, I don't know if this is spoilers, but they're very clearly building. A young Avengers team. Oh, for sure. And at the time, Lila, his daughter, was about the age everybody else kind of was who was getting, if you knew the characters on the Young Avengers team. Mm. And like even now, she's like the right age. Like Kate is too old almost. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Patriot is her and Patriot makes sense. Um, Wanda's twins don't make sense with them unless they age up again. Harley could make sense depending on if they play it as like a late teen or however old they want him to be. So I think it was just him showing her and he's like, oh, good job, Hawkeye. Like, cause he calls her Hawkeye. So I think it could either be like, they were trying to fake you out with like, is she going to be on the Young Avengers? (coughs) Cassie Lang is there too. And she's older and she's on the Young Avengers. Well, I mean- and they could definitely run it that way. They could have they could have it. They could have Hawkeye. They could have Clint be retired. They could have Kate be the official Avengers Hawkeye. And then um Lila be the young Avengers Hawkeye. Yeah. I think that would I mean, I wouldn't have any qualms about that. I think that'd be fun. I don't I don't I don't think it would be a bad idea, but I, I mean I know how these companies are about confusing people. So yeah. I don't want to get confused at I think partially that's why they didn't because Clint was quote unquote gone and Kate's just like I am Hawkeye now and then they come back and they talk and all that stuff and he just goes eventually well there can be two Hawkeyes and it's like okay I guess there are two Hawkeyes but maybe that's too confusing for a TV show or maybe Mm. it'll end that way because I don't think that's that confusing no it's not I'm going to retire um, I'm going to fuck off to my farm and my family yeah. where I would love to be for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you can be like Hawkeye. I'll be like yeah. retired Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You ever need Hawkeye. me? Old man Hawkeye. Yo, old man Hawkeye still gets his. Well, yeah, I'm listening to that podcast right now. Yes. So. Oh, did they do an audiobook of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wastelanders Hawkeye. Yeah, it's its own, it's its, it's own like universe, its own story. story, it's its own version of it, but it's pretty good so far. I did not know that. Yeah. The only other thing I had about that talk is that uh Kate says he's selling inspiration, and I just don't think it ever occurred to Clint that he could stand for anything like that. Like so, because he's you know, when he's like, What am I selling? Not not costumes on Halloween and not uh, toys off a shelf. Like, what am I actually selling, Kate? And she's like, inspiration, Clint, because 
you are the normal guy. You are the normal guy who is good at one thing and you're on this superhero team and you're like, "Hmm." and you can see in that scene, he's like taken aback by it. And he's like, oh, well, okay, moving on. You're here at your job. Okay, bye. Don't need to address this ever. Uh, Yeah, then she goes to work. Oh, wait, one last thing is he blatantly lies to her face about trick arrows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, trick arrows. He's like, there's no trick arrows. There are no trick arrows. I'm arrows. like, uh. <laughs> well, we'll get to those in a later oh, episode, as we saw. We're going to know in a, in a later episode. In the trailer. Know. They show you in the Avengers movie, because they show you him. No, no, no. I'm saying her and him. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The, like, the she's going to find out about them because of the yeah. Carson later. But it's like, we know there's trick arrows. We've watched um, you for a couple movies now. Use them. Yeah. So. But, yeah, so she goes to work with her mom and he goes to LARP. have some fun LARPing which I actually really like that, that was a really fun I like that whole LARPing thing I think that, that was like that a nice was fun cool. little thing especially like him like not walking like he didn't want to he didn't want to do anything he didn't want to be part of this at all but like they're like look this is the only way you're going to be able to get to him and get to do the stuff i had i had my friend be like he's an avenger why would he go through all of this i said just imagine for a second he's like also you're telling me these people would like turn him down i said have you met a self-righteous cop or a firefighter yeah hell yeah they would (laughs) like they're gonna especially like if they're in the middle of something big like they're gonna no, you have to wait. Big. For them, it is. I know. I know who you are. You have to follow the rules like everybody. <sighs> what are the rules? Fine. Fine. Fucking fine. I love it. He's just like, name. No. Pass. Email. No. Pass. It's classified. Uh, this, that. And he's just like, all right. Can I? Am you know I I'll ready to go it. now? I'm just going to sign it. Yeah, there and then like go. he just walks off, and she's like, "No, you need your." <laughs> and you give him the... Do I have? Do I have to? And it's, it's so, so good. good. It and is, like he's walking funny. through, and like just like you see him just beating everybody, <laughs> just like with this foam sword, like not even trying. And he finally gets to grills. Uh, and he's one trying of my... to find grills to get the. The Ronin suit back. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines of the whole episode is he's like, I can take this fake sword and fake kill you and take the suit, or I'm going to real punch you. You're going to real fall down and I'm going to take the suit. And I was just like, that's such a big mood. That was really, really good. (laughs) I'm going to real punch you in the face and you're going to real fall fall down. And I'm going to real take this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like I said, I really like that scene. I like that Grove like, made a deal with him. It's like, this is the you. best thing that ever happened like, to me. And that's the thing, like, for that guy, this is the biggest moment of his yeah. life. I had to take umbrage with that only because, like, I think you got to be a real big pussy to be like, hey, big hero, can you pretend to let me kill you? Like, can you <clears> purposely <throat> let me win? Like, how do you feel good about that? Is you know they faked it. Like, I don't know. I thought that was like, I I, I got a... it for the show. I just was like, if that was me, I wouldn't be like, can you please pretend that I killed you? I mean, the whole thing is pretend, so it's all sad. No, but you know what I mean? Like he obviously <laughs> let him kill him. Yeah, but the whole LARPing in yeah, general the whole LARPing is, is pretend. So I also like that Clint's knee-jerk reaction when he's like, let me kill you. He's like, no, no, yeah. screw you. I'm yeah. not doing this. And then his other follow-up reaction was like, 
right, I, can't, I fought Thanos. I, you know, I did that, and you're gonna fucking fine, fine, whatever, we'll do your stupid shit. But I also like that it's he. He very much committed for the mission. It's like I gotta do this thing. I fucking hate it. This is stupid, but fucking fine. We're gonna do it, and he did it, and he got yep. the suit back. And like I said. That was a fun little scene. It was a good scene. Great scene. And like girls bring him back suit and then being like, thank you so much. Like, like, I love that. Like it that was, was awesome. It was cool. I like that scene. And again, is it problematic? Like you said, yeah, a little bit. But well, no, just like that the, the firefighter committed a felony. Like, also, that's not entirely um unheard of. <laughs> I'm not saying all firefighters do that, but like that is a known, like if firefighters are getting uh, prosecuted for things, it's because they either purposely set fires or they stole things from a scene of a fire. Mm-hmm. And that's like a well-known problem. Um, and uh, for him to just like everybody to be like cool with that, like it made sense why Clint wanna make, wouldn't want to make a big deal out of it because obviously the Ronin suit brings a lot of bad attention to it, which he says over and over and over again. Yeah. The person who wore the suit uh, made a lot of enemies. If you wear this suit, you are going to attract the wrong kind of attention. So it makes sense for him to be like clandestine about I it and not try this, to like yeah. draw attention to it, not try to draw attention to grills. But it's just like nobody's going to address the fact that this dude committed a felony by taking evidence. Who knew? The, she told the girl get, at the uh, thing. Just get the get it back. Is I get no I get, no yeah. again. I'm not blaming no, him for not going saying. to the cops or anything. Like his thing made sense. I just thought that girl was way too blasé when she's <clears> like, <throat> "That guy stole that suit," and she's like, mm, "You gotta wait for the LARP to end." Um, it's all cops and firefighters out there. So, and I'm like, "Oh, cool. So we're cool with." How's that possible? You can... <laughs> well, big old nerds, no, because we're big old nerds. Yeah, but like, I was just like, mm, all right, whatever. And then that's girls from the comics. Yeah. And which isn't good news for that guy, but that's okay. We also, in around the same time, get Kate in the office. In the office, gets does the meeting with her mom and Jack happen before the phone call or after? So she she waltzes in, throws her bag at the receptionist. Yes named d and then goes oh and then walks in and is like oh hey sorry about your uncle i heard about it on the news <laughs> that's why <laughs> i know he's dead yeah uh, uh, and then they talk about it and they're like and she realizes he has one of the monogram that's later is that that's way later i thought it was the same time too. now I thought- they agree to go to they they agree to go to dinner or He's cooking dinner, and the mom's like, "Why don't you come over?" And yeah, she's fine, right. but I oh, think yeah, the conversation right. topics. Right. And they do that weird thing where he like smiles, and she's like, <laughs> and like does the, yeah, the dead like face, mm, which was funny. Don't like you. Don't like you because you're big. He's a big. He's a bad. Guy. He's a bad guy. Bad guy. He does not mean you, are bro. Bad guy. You're bad guy, bro. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is not. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. All right, so they have that. Oh, the only the thing, other thing in that uh, at that part where it's Kate's side is she texts Clint 
And she's like, don't tell me you're busy with your friends. And then sends it and goes, we both know you don't have any. And I was like, you do not know how mean that is. Like she, yeah, those are mean girls. <laughs> like text. I'm and like, she's like, I know, I know I was a little mean. <coughs> it worked. And then it's the cop. And she's like, what, mm-hmm. um, what is this regarding? What is it? Yeah. Like, you don't, you really have to tell them nothing. Yes. Like, like, you can hang up the phone if you want. And yeah, she did not know how to handle that phone call at all. I, but it was I don't still, know how to, uh, yeah. I don't know if this is correct can i ask you what this is regarding it's like, <laughs> yeah you yeah. can also say no i don't want to go to the police station no thank um, you yeah that happens yeah i did <laughs> so much for being a, a smart rich girl <laughs> freaking just talking to the police yeah she was not good at that that was, that was so funny um, she she and then the next scene is clint putting the um the suit in the uh locker room mm-hmm. and he's calling laura and laura notably knows who the tracksuit mafia is yes which would lead you to believe that he knows he she knows them from clint's escapades before from his past should be. now before he was in shield before uh who knows he when he was in shield who can say? Because they don't tell you anything. No, we tell just you. know she knows about them. I like that she had that comment about, oh, catch and release, that was Nat's thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what they called it in the first Avengers movie when she pretended to get captured mm-hmm. and then yeah. got out. So yeah, if you caught that, yeah, you know what's going to happen at the end of this episode. That was funny because she's like, He's like, yep. And then he hangs. He's like, time to get myself caught. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and like, they make sure you know what's going on. But before we get to that fun stuff. Yeah, they go to the dinner. We have the dinner scene. Which I love the way Kate like played all this. Like, mm-hmm. and like they're having their conversation and like, and Eleanor's like, come on guys, we don't need, need to talk because they start talking about swords and everything. And she's like, no, we don't need to talk about it. And He's like, no, this is something we actually... We're bonding! (laughs) Dad, don't you... I mean, Mom, don't you want us to bond? And then they end up fencing against each other. And he is very obviously letting her win, and she is pissed off about it, too. Here's the thing is, the first time you don't catch it, and then she says something. And then it's like, you start watching him after the first time she calls him out, and you're like, oh, no, he's not, like, swinging at her at all. Mm-hmm. And he's not really doing anything. He's just backing up. And he's all just stuff. reacting to her. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know who that is anyway. Yeah. You were Again, like, once you hear his name the first time and this whole thing with the swords in general. like I want you a bad fucking accent or it's not really. <laughs> you know who that is. And then, like, yeah, she goes for his face. After they end the fight. After they end the fight. And he blocks it. He pair, yeah, he parries it out of the way. And the mom's like, Kate, why did you do that? And he's like, and she's like, I knew, I knew he, he was going to do it. it yeah. So I don't know what your problem is. And I kind of felt that too when they go to that part and she looks at him and she's like, I'm sorry I made you admit the truth. Because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were lying repeatedly. Yes. And that's weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like- but the other thing I noted during that argument is that her mom repeats 
the I'm the mom and I protect you. Yeah. You don't have to protect me, which mm-hmm. is something she said in the first episode. And I was like, yeah. I wonder if that will play a part oh, in it this will. character's pathos. For sure. Uh, I also just said that in this argument, I liked how she was standing, like her posture, because it was very gymnast, because it was straight back, arms kind of out at her sides, like at a certain point. Like she just looked poised, ready to do something. And I think that fit the scene really well. Yeah. And like, I don't know if that was like an active um, choice made by Haley Steinfeld, where she's like, well, this is how a dancer slash gymnast would stand. And like, she's like on edge. So this is like how she would look. But I just noticed that. And I thought that was really neat. because I was like, and and Jack asked her, "What's in a Molotov cocktail?" <laughs> yeah, because she because they do bring up the fact that her apartment was burned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, there was a ninja suit and a street gang and Molotov cocktails, <laughs> and then Jack's like, street He's gang, like, Molotov cocktails. Oh. Are you even old enough to drink? <laughs> yeah. Fucking... And she's like, mm, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is dumb because he already knows she's twenty two. Yeah, but he's just being a condescending ass. Oh, he's just being Jack. And that's when he pulls out the butterscotch. Yeah. And that's, yeah, he pulls out the butterscotch and she clocks that and is like, mm, she has no chill. Bad guy. Is, is <laughs> bad guy. Is what you mean to say. Mm-hmm. She's no fucking chill. I, I have a work yeah. thing. I'm your boss. I can get you out of any work that you have. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. and I think between this. In the meantime, yeah, is when Clint gets thinking. some help. Gets himself caught by the tracksuits. Wait, but my favorite line is they're putting him in the in the van, and he's like, "Guys, I can see through the bag." Yeah. <laughs> Not even trying. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is guy, bro. Kate Bishop is not guy. Yeah, so he gets caught, <laughs> and that whole exchange happens, which is I love that. Kazi's off to funny. the side. And he asked to see this, speak to their manager. He's like, you're the shift. No, he's like, you're the shift manager. Who's your boss? I want to talk to your boss. And he goes, is it him? Because it's the only guy standing off to the, sitting off to the side looking different. And it's Kazi. And um, I also like, they're like, we are interrogating you. We got you. And he's like, well, mm." And yeah, he like, he just pulls his hand. And then her falling through the ceiling is very... That is very Matt Fraction. Yep. Them. Mm-hmm. That is very. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to bring guns. Oh, yeah. Like, like that. That, that like felt right out of Matt Fraction's like fun. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, that's perfect for these <laughs> yeah, two. That was very funny. Um, and then when they duct tape them to the yeah merry-go-round things, and Clint's like, "Yep, there you go, nice and tight. Good, <laughs> good job, buddy." Yeah. So they get caught. Actually, this time. <laughs> And the head guy that we see, like the one doing all the talking. He has a name, but I could not tell with the subtitles if he was Ivan or this other guy. Because they okay. had certain some they've of said, them yeah. Had names. They I know that they said names, right? Like you said, I wasn't sure who was who. Um Kate Bishop is not guy. But yeah, the, the one that's been doing most of the talking, uh, he goes away. We hear it's pretty good music. <laughs> I love that music. <laughs> If they ever make, if they release that soundtrack, I'm going to um, listen to it a lot. And we see someone standing in the room with the music, with her back to us. Feeling the bass. Yeah, like putting her hands up to the speakers and feeling it. And he comes in and starts talking to her. 
slowly slowly like m- making sure to enunciate Trying everything to mouth the words and then he's also starts to sign a little bit and this is our first introduction to echo yes that she... actress is actually deaf did you know that yeah, yeah I, no, read I didn't that. know that i read that and that's um, pretty cool yeah and like she just looks badass already yes. she kind of reminded me of rhea ripley a little bit yeah. like she doesn't have a handprint on her face yet no not yet but which is interesting i mean I think that'll be she doesn't she doesn't sport that in the comics all the time. That's usually that's war paint. Yeah, that's I was true. Gonna say, yeah, so like that'll be a thing. Like as, that'll be a thing. Like when on. she goes into probably when we see her going to combat with Clint. Yeah, <laughs> poor, we'll see. Poor old man. Just, he's gonna have Christmas with his children. He's like, beat leave up me by alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I just want to. But yeah. make a gingerbread house. He I retired really... for one movie. And he and didn't even get to make shit. gingerbread house. I know. He missed the gingerbread house. He missed gingerbread construction. But yeah, like she just looks awesome. I'm excited to see her yeah, in I'm, episode I'm really three, most likely. Like, that music is awesome. Yeah. But as we are going to talk about what we expect to come, what are your uh Expectations. Oh, I was gonna say we have a whole end credits part to talk about. <laughs> oh yes. Well, went... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead in the end credits. Go ahead. Well, that kind of goes into what future expecting because I broke it down by uh kind of um I broke it down by like notable things. Uh and one of the things I just thought was cool was when the Rodin sword shifted to the train mm-hmm. when they got on. Like that was just neat. That's not particularly <laughs> yeah. anything one way or the other but uh lucky with the arrow in his mouth is explicitly from the comic and it's from the last trade when they're fighting kazi and the other uh tracksuit dracula slash tracksuit mafia bros about over the um is the last one the second last one doesn't matter it's in the comic series and um it's clint and his brother are like knocked the fuck out on the rooftop and it's Lucky just sitting there with an arrow in his mouth. And they took that, they bit that explicitly from the comic, mm-hmm. like point blank. So that's definitely Aja art. They changed it up, but they stole that shot from Aja art. Yeah. Um, the shot of the car is also from the comic. But that, again, that seems to be that it's going to be them talking in the car, like in the preview, where she's like, He's like, nope, not this one, not this one. This one's too dangerous. And then gives her the exploding arrow, which we see a couple arrows. But uh, the next thing is breaking the bottles with the coin. Do you remember that part? I didn't even, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. There's two, it looks like beer bottles or whatever. And a coin gets flicked at them. And the one, it just knocks. And the other one, it breaks. And that's something explicitly from the comics that Clint was showing his neighbors that his brother taught him. And I think explicitly he uses a nickel to break the things, but that's like, to me, that's an allusion to Barney. Like Barney has to come in at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is what I'm super hoping for. Uh, and then the other thing, which I really need slash want and I'm super hoping for is they show a part in the ending credits where it looks like a carnival or fairgrounds. That's and I was I'm like, please, yes, please to. give me that flashback. Please give me the backstory of this MCU Hawkeye. Cause I need to know how he got to be where he was. Yeah. I know you're taking from the ultimates, 
but I guarantee you're not going to do the Ultimates version because yeah, it's... We'll, we'll definitely we need Carnival. They've already said they're bringing in Trick Shot. Yeah, but which Trick Shot is the question? I'm going to imagine Barney. That's a I would hope so. I hope Barney. But, you know, it could just be Buck. Buck Chisholm. I never knew how to say that. This is true. I never knew how to say that. Yeah, I hope it's Barney because there's so much more they could do there with Barney. I love the show so far. How many episodes are we getting? Very, very good. Six episodes. So, god damn, it's going to be done in no time. We only got four more episodes. Jesus. And they're only doing, well, I mean, they're doing one a thing, but. Yeah, one a week after these four weeks. Four more weeks, and then we are done with the show. But again, really good so far. Yeah, I really like it a lot. I watched it Wednesday night when they were released and I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I was very too. happy watching it. Um, excited for more. Excited to see what actually comes out of this. We know we're getting Yelena at some point. Yelena at least an Echo series out of it. And uh, what's her name's in it? Louise Dreyfus. Because they yeah, keep Julia putting... Lu- oh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia Louis- Thank you. Uh, because they keep putting her as like a special guest star or something in the first two credits. She's I didn't there. Notice I don't that, know. Honestly. And I'm hey, like, I didn't, but when yeah. you coming in though. Yeah, so Lane that'll be Venice. Yeah, Elaine Bennis over here <laughs> recruiting her own <laughs> Avengers team. Madam Hydra. Because <clears throat> it's Madam Hydra. She's Elaine Bennis to us. Elaine Bennis to me. <laughs> yes. Madam Hydra. Or Madam Hydra. Um but yeah. So yeah, I am super excited. I know Brian, you'll be watching soon. Um, Emily, obviously, you've had nothing but the most astute uh, pickups on this. So with that, we'll say thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you on the next episode of The Intake. And we'll talk to you later. Thank you. See you guys. Have a good night. Morning, afternoon, (laughs) whenever you're listening.